Push yeah, the we're button, live, pal. Oh my god, how many buttons do we need to push tonight, Kevin? I'm not used to this. A lot of buttons. Lots of buttons. Lots and lots and lots of buttons. And chances are we'll be pushing a lot more. Well, of course, we got uh, two guests tonight: Wildcat Sports' own Jay Spade, as well as the owner, founder, and uh, Grand Poobah of Wildcat Sports, Mr. Luke Hawks, and major motion uh, picture star. Dude, I, I can't believe how much Wildcat Sports is in, like, major media right now. It's insane, dude. It's, it's insane. An it's an incredible promotion, and we've been lucky enough to be friends with them for such a long time. And to have Luke back on, longtime friend of the show, I can't wait to talk to him about what's coming up on uh, on uh, next weekend and his, his great event that's happening and uh, Trevor Murdoch we had on last week. So... It's uh, tremendous, and, and Ryan Davidson as well. So this is going to be a fun time to continue, I guess, wild Wildcat month here on The Shining Wizards. And, of course, it all culminates with their big show this weekend. Well, but we will get into all that. Plus, we've got tons of news to cover with Mr. McMahon and all the scandals going on in WWE. And, Kevin, can you beat that championship? Defended tonight, Mr. Kevin Rogue takes on the one and only Christian Rocco. That's, I'm feeling good about this one. I this like is, this. We're going to see a new champion tonight. I don't know about that one, but this it should be an interesting event. What do we say? All this and more coming up next on the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Boom. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on RantiumRadio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at Merch.ShiningWizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. What's up? This is a Southern Stomper, Luke Hawks, huge effing arms, Wildcat Sports, and you're listening to Shining Wizards Podcast. Rolling in my two-man army. What's up, fuckers? Where did cheese go? The no. stupid fucking question, Kevin. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. That's... Whoa! Hey, this was most. God, that was disgusting. Shining Wizards rule the world. You are tuned in live to episode 590 of the two-man army version of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. We are live on the rant, rantiumradio.com. We're live in video format on all the social medias, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. And we go along with you wherever you go because we are on all major streaming platforms and podcasting places. But enough of all the BS and the nonsense. It's time for the wrestling talk. And the talk about the wrestling. I'm Tony. You sure are. And I am KJG. Dude, I love it. The two-man army is Bizak. Oh, yeah. And no rules a, tonight, baby. No, we got a stack show tonight, too. 
We've got Wildcat Sports' own Jay Spade. We got the Grand Poobah, Mr. Luke Hawks. We got a Can You Beat That Championship match coming up later in the show. And (laughs) Tony, it's a great thing that nothing else newsworthy happened in wrestling this week. What? Did did somebody retire and leave their boots in the ring? (laughs) Craig Steele did, maybe. Oh, did he? No, he he just made a joke about it. But uh, yeah, yeah, so nothing nothing else newsworthy happened in wrestling. We're just going to talk to our, our good friends at Wildcat Sports and play a great, challenging wrestling trivia game. This is why you tune in to the Wizards, baby. Well, in fairness, we're not going to play the game. We're going to watch two other assholes kill each other and try to take over supremacy. Yeah. Two well, points, I mean, yeah. We're, we're the facilitators, so we're still... We're all playing the game, baby. I feel I feel like we should get that trending, like hashtag two points, because that's all you need to win. You remember that show at midnight? It was that on, sounds familiar. It was on Comedy Central, and like they would read funny tweets, and they would say like points, or like like they would like make like a funny caption about something, and it'd be points, 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 points. And I would always tweet at midnight, and you would get if they read your tweet. It would be points. Shining Wizards, Kevin. I do not recall this. But you know who? You know who hosted it? The host of uh, Singled Out, Chris Hartnett. Hart, Dave Hartnett. Chris. Hartnett. I, dude, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. But you don't know Singled Out? No, Singled Out. I know that this this tweets points points thing. At, it's called. It was called At Midnight. It lasted for like two years. They canceled it, and I don't know. This is a kind of like a chicken and the egg scenario. I don't know if they canceled it because Chris got into some dicey uh, situations. Chris Hardwick, thank you, David Bauer. I don't know. I don't know if it was canceled because Chris Hardwick got in some dicey situations, or if it was canceled and then Chris Hardwick got. He was kind of like cancel like uh, uh, sexual stuff. So like cancel sexual. That's right. That's a new gender. He was a cancel sexual. Cancel sexual. No, but so it was a great show. Way ahead of its time. And it sorry, was, we uh, got a candidate. We got a candidate early on for uh title of the episode. Cancel sexual. <laughs> Why not? Why no, not? We'll Why not? Heat, brother. Dude, that's what I meant to tell you last week. You didn't answer heat for the crossword puzzle. You answered beef. That's oh yeah, what two what two wrestlers would have with each other? And you were backstage. Like, I was like beef, just like Matt Gary Juster, and I'm like <laughs> no. What was the what was the what was the clue for the Gary Juster? I it was it was uh, oh I forget maybe maybe look in the mirror guy or it was Gary. Oh Spivey. yeah yeah it, yes it was the Paul Orndorff Mr. Yeah. Wonderful. The, ga- uh, the answer was Gary Spivey and Gary Spivey and Matt with the utmost confidence. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Gary Juster, dude, he was like he, a lawyer. He definitely had more confidence in that than you did when you said Ric Flair. <laughs> it was it was like over the top, Gary Juster. Yeah, but the Ric Flair and that was a can you beat that moment? Yep. Uh, which we will be playing today with Christian Rocco and the reigning champion, paper champion, uh, JJ Rogue. Oof. So, uh, so yeah, so I, it, the question was for those who are listening to this show for the first time was who won their first world championship at WrestleMania. 
and I immediately went Ric Flair, yep. even though and his first championship was not at WrestleMania. It, it was, was the Royal again, Rumble. It was the Rumble, Rumble winning the Rumble. It was against the Rumble. Well, essentially, it was against the Rumble, <laughs> um, which I watched again last night, by the way. Really? Mm. I watch Royal Rumble 92 every day. I was, uh, what did I watch? There was something that I watched on Peacock. It was old school, but it, it had nothing to do with the superstars, though. Although we do, we do need to discuss backstage because I'm all in. Like when we did our, um, we did our Wizards Rewind a few weeks ago where Strike Force defeated the Heart Foundation on Great. Superstars of Wrestling. Great rewind, by the way. So I do, I do agree that we need to delve back into superstars. I just need to decide like where we're gonna go. Are we gonna go? I think we need to just delve back into the past in general. Yeah, and I'm like, it's like who wants to hear us talk about you know what we think about SmackDown or what we think of like like everyone's got an opinion on it, and there are people that are smarter than us that have opinions that that do. So well, I mean, there's not real I mean, I don't know if that bubble is really big as who's who's smarter than us to be honest that's with a you. great point we're very intelligent we are i mean we we, we come across as dumbasses and we may not know what the answers yeah. to all the questions but i think we're smarter than the average bears what do you think i, I mean, think i think so too and i think i think matt falls into that to that bracket as well the three of us i think collectively have formulated opinions about what we think about the product and don't just give half thoughts. Sometimes I am guilty of giving half thoughts without thinking something through all the way. But that's the beauty of the three of us, because then somebody else will pick up that slack and then you'll be like, oh, okay, maybe it wasn't such a great thing. Or sometimes we just get into arguments and that's right. it. We agree to disagree. Well, I agree. I, I agree hundred percent. And, and I feel like Matt is probably, and he's not here. I'm not, I'm not just blowing smoke because he's Wait, not here. If Matt's anything, not would, here? Wait, if, I, if anything, not... I would do the opposite because he's not here. Um, but Matt seems to be the most logically like thought out, reasonable thinking one when it comes to wrestling opinions. And that's weird for me to say because he's a nut job. He is. I mean, he, he, he still, he still has a hard, uh, a hard take on the English language. He doesn't know how yeah. to get his thoughts out there, but he is, he is pretty smart. And it doesn't help that he's got that almanac and he spends all day on the shitter reading it. So Matt, so Matt reads an almanac while dumping all the time. Now he doesn't read it while he's taking a shower. Although, you know, as we've learned on the show the past couple of weeks, stranger things happen in the shower so of the shining wizards. Is it, is it a sports almanac or is it just an almanac? No, it's, it's a wrestling almanac. It's, Oh, it's a wrestling almanac. Yeah, I mean, I have a copy of it. I just just not within arm's reach. I must have it back on the bookshelf. I I used to love reading like regular almanacs, like real, like like what like what was like the like when you were in elementary school and you go to like the library, there would be an almanac there. Oh, it was always it was always the uh, Guinness book. We always had the Guinness book. Guinness. All right, so the Guinness almanac. When I was a kid, we bought that every year for like five years running. We had like every volume in my house until the Pro Wrestling Illustrated professional wrestling almanac came out but you see that's the thing like this this current almanac which i think is written by inside the ropes is pretty much just an extension of what the pw uh the pwi almanac used to be because if you go through it the pages are set up pretty much the same i think that they just took the reins over publications of it were were almanacs were the pages of almanacs like dictionaries or they more 
structured and not more structured, but were they more like visually pleasing? Well, I know dictionary is just you know word word word. No, no, the wrestling the wrestling almanacs like they they had them broken up by sections. They had they had they had a typical history of wrestling in the beginning. I still have my PWI ninety eight almanac. I think I have the ninety seven one. If that's I'm not when mistaken. Dean Malenko was number one in the PWI five hundred. Yeah, yeah. So, the, but that's the thing that then it breaks it down. It's like then it has like um, you know like what the promotions did for the year, and then it has it has stuff like um, like the history of championships. You know, like NWA, WWF, WCW, all that stuff. It used to go into like defunct titles, all that, and um, then it, it it used to give you like addresses of promotions if you wanted to mail to them to like send them letters and stuff. There you know? you well, Tony. Well, enough of that. We got to get the Southern Stomper in here. Huge F and arms. I know it's been a long time since we've heard those nicknames, but dude, what do we call him? TV star, international celebrity, hey. like wrestler extraordinaire. Mr. Luke Hawks joins us. Luke, how you What's doing today, brother? I'm uh, trying to get this camera set up here. Oh, you got time, no. brother. Well, listen, yeah. we're we're not we're not we've been doing this for eleven years, but we're hardly pros. So. <laughs> You're good. We appreciate all your support. How are you, brother? Oh, man, I'm good. How y'all been? I'm, I'm good. I'm just uh, tired, man. I'm, I'm, I'm over here. We're on season two of Heels working hard, bro. And it's so, where, so where are you right now? I'm in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, I'm in Atlanta right now. Uh, man, we've just been putting in like 12, 14-hour days every single day. So yeah. uh, two more weeks, though, man. We almost finished working on a season finale and so I know you spent a lot of time recently in Australia. Is that where you yeah. are? Is that your new home? Or are you still here? Or what's going on? No, with that? Still, uh, we were shooting Young Rock over there. That's right. So yeah, we shot Young Rock over there. And man, uh, let me tell you, Australia, beautiful. The, the most beautiful place I've ever been. It was pe- the people were friendly. They were sweet. They were very giving and caring. Man, it was just a different world. It was like going to a different world. It's like. It's like going to America where people like treat each other nicely all the time. So, <laughs> hey, dude, I wish. It, yeah, uh, right? I, we want to get into all the stuff that Wildcat is doing, but I just want to ask a question real quick. Um, in terms of what you do in, in your acting and your stunt um, uh, profession as opposed to professional wrestling, do people treat you differently knowing you do one thing as opposed to the other? Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, I mean, from all ends. You know what I mean? Like, People treat people differently in uh, in life. It, you know, a lot of people treat the janitor like shit. You know what I mean? Uh, which is which isn't right. They just they don't have respect for somebody who does those type of jobs. You know, or the garbage man. You know what I mean? It's just like I I don't I hate that. For me, I personally hate it. Like you you shouldn't treat a person. I, look, anybody I meet, no matter where you are in life celebrity, you know, school teacher, whatever, I'm going to treat you the same way because we're all the same, right? So I hate when somebody just wants to treat somebody better because, or, or listen, you know, uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the the, the conversations like, are different, right? Yeah. Like, like the way that you interact is different when you're doing something as opposed to something else, which is unfortunate, but it, it is the way it is, I guess, right? Yeah, it's just, that's just human nature. It's yeah, just man. human nature. Like you can be, uh, it's it's funny though, because you see somebody get starstruck, and they they, you would think they would never, if you know the person. Sometimes you're like, oh, they wouldn't really care. And then they see somebody and they just freeze up and they're like, oh my god, it's that's that guy from that TV show. And uh, it's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. 
So how big of a response have you gotten playing a very spry Stone Cold Steve Austin on Young Rock in that epic moment that wrestling fans know very well? It was it was it was bomb, man. It was uh, it was one of those things where it didn't it didn't really register until we were about to shoot. Like we're getting ready to shoot, and I'm sitting there, I'm thinking to myself, "What the what the hell am I doing?" <laughs> like you know, what I mean? <laughs> like seriously, I'm going, "What the what the hell am I doing?" You know, I'm playing with Steve Austin. This is such a crazy. If you know where my life came from to what it's become. It's such a crazy, you know, transformation and story. It, it, it's almost unbelievable. So it's really cool, man, just to be able to do those things. And I had a, uh, I had a friend put some perspective in my life the other day. He sent me a message and he sent me an old apartment where I used to live at. And he said, hey, man, don't ever forget where you come from. And I was like, <clears throat> not that I ever do. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm choking. <laughs> but uh, not that I ever do, but it... it um, it just hit, you know, and you're like, man, you just remember how, like, where you were at that point in life, how life was for you, the struggle, the insecurity, you know, every the instability, everything that goes along with poverty. And now you're going, wait, now I'm living this, you know, now I'm raising two kids and one's in college and, you know, they go to the best schools in the state and, you know, like the other one is, you know, intelligence levels are off the chart so it, it's it's that's where you go man look how far i've taken my life and it, that it's cool you know like that's, that's where that, yeah you you realize you're doing something big that's so. so awesome and of course wildcat sports presents x-rated you can see it's scrolling down the bottom of your screen if you're watching us on social media x-rated you have to be 21 and over because it is x-rated that is, is june X-rated. that is june 25th uh, it is sold out, but there will be 50 walk-up tickets, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yep. Available oh, at the door. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. First come, first serve. Talk about this show. And this is – we had Trevor Murdoch on last week. And, again, obviously you know that. But yeah. he was very excited about the show. How excited are you about this show coming up? Man, I'm pumped because there's nothing like performing in front of our hometown crowd. You know, I got a few places that I really enjoy performing. You know, uh, Philly's one of them. I love to come to Philly. Just, I love Baltimore. Um, I love L.A. I haven't been there in a while. Just, like, places where I had big moments at. All right. So, you, you, you know, you remember your fans from those eras and, and like, and I love, I love like certain areas have those diehard fans, and Philly is one of those crowds, right? You never get rid of that. Like it kind of just it keeps passing on and passing on and passing on, and and that's all sports there. So, you know, you have those places that you love to perform, but but um, go to go back to it, man, to perform in New Orleans and have our homeboys around us, yeah, on a sold out show packed right on top of us. I mean, it ain't, it ain't like the big crowds that we're used to because X-Ray usually draws about a thousand. And we move venue. But, so th- this is going to be like a real more intimate setting for us. And people are going to kind of be on top of each other, man. So I'm looking forward to it because that's, that's like that fight club feel. For know? sure. And, and, and Trevor Murdoch was very complimentary about your promotion, which is standed a very long time. So I just want to and, and and through tough times with with what you've been through in New Orleans and especially and again with the pandemic, 
So how do you feel about the growth of Wildcat and how successful it's been and why it's been able to maintain its longevity? I mean, work ethic is bottom line, but we're successful, but we're not where I want to be because of the pandemic and all that stuff. And, that, and that's where it's, a, it's kind of a sore subject, but, but I don't mind talking about it, but I'm saying it's kind of a sore subject Sorry. because no, 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 no. It's just, it's just where you get so deep involved in it. It's like you go from, we spend eight years building our company. You start off with these small shows, two or three, 400 people, right? And then you grow five, 800, then a thousand. And then our last show before, uh, right before the pandemic, our last two shows, the last show we did a free show at the mall is where Perry jumped off in the Yeah. Right? So super, super big press from that. Huge, huge amounts of press. Uh, bookings galore, you know, sold the video. Uh, we own it, but we, you know, a couple of people licensed it out, a couple companies. So, um, and we have all this stuff set up from that jump. But right prior to that jump was our show where we had 2,400 people at, at the arena, where we did the uh, Punch Train Center, which is a big arena. So, we're hot and then all of a sudden the world shuts down and then you have no income coming in so i'm paying for a school to keep the school going i'm paying to keep you know so you're like we, we basically went two years without any income you know what i mean because of, because of the pandemic but we all kept paying the bills and then we lost the building like right as it started to come back because we had the hurricane and had to pack the school up. So it was just, it was one thing. And then the hurricane destroyed so much around our area, area they, they didn't have buildings available. They're still, they still don't. So we partnered up with a, a friend of ours at Valhalla at their gym, and they're building a new location. And we're just in that new location for a while. That's what we're doing right now. And so, you know, we can get buildings. At least we got a place to train. But it sucks, man, because we're doing really, really well. We're hot. We've got so much going on. All the guys are working. The guys are working on heels. You know, they got me with my stuff. Um, and then the first show back, we sell out. Like and people are itching to get in, so they want to see wrestling. They want to see Wildcat, which you know really, really makes you look at the work that you put in. And Matt Lancey and Jay Spade and Buku Dow and PJ Hawks, they all them, bro. All these guys that Chuck Devine, Danny Flamingo, these guys that were there from the beginning, and the guys that work behind the scenes, the camera guys, you know, like the guys. There's a, there's so many people. We're a team, bro. It ain't just me. We're a yeah. team. And, uh, and it really, it really feels good to be able to put our team back together and get back to doing what we love doing. So uh, Tony, go ahead. Speaking of teams, uh, the Hawks series, uh, facing Brady Pierce and Damian Wayne defending the Wildcat tag titles. I do want to, I do want to go off before I start asking you about the match. PJ had an amazing match at the always ready pay-per-view against homicide. But what I come to learn after always ready is that you and Homicide, I know you guys have had history. Maybe that history's taken a turn for the worse. I think uh, since he's got that belt, he's got, you know, his, his priorities are somewhat different. If you watch that match and you watch, I come out there to help both of them. Yep. Of course, son first, but Homicide as well. When he got up, who he run to? The Mortons. Right? The Mortons. Right. Didn't even check on us. Yeah. Didn't even check on us. This dude, I knew this dude 15, 
No. Almost 20 years. Yeah. Almost 20 years. God, and I feel like we've we've dubbed this month on the Shining Wizards Wildcat Month, I guess, for lack of a better term, because we've had Matt Lanty, Ryan Davidson, Trevor Murdoch promoting your show, and now you and, of course, Jay Spade coming up. It's The roster is as good as any independent roster, I think, in the business. So how do you how do you feel about the guys that you're working with and that you're training and that you've led Man. to this spot right now? That's what's so frustrating is is I know our guys are so talented. And not that they're not doing anything because they're doing some amazing things, but I feel like they should have a bigger spotlight on them than what they have because they work so hard. But it's that stigma where we're at in the South, we don't get a lot of eyes on us and we don't have like the internet reporters on us, you know, like they do in the Northeast or in LA. Yeah. But we we don't get we don't get that uh we just don't get the light shed on us. So I really appreciate when you guys have us on and promoting us and even giving us this because that, that means a lot to us because, you know, we know you guys always watch what we do. We always watch what y'all do. It's a, Again, it's a team effort. So uh, thank y'all for that. I, I feel like I feel like you do get a lot of love, especially in terms of like um, – because I see it up like, – like if you go to like like Mike Johnson, right? And people, right. I, people joke about me and Mike Johnson. Like I defend him when he's wrong. It's it's a weird little gig that we have. I don't know him very well personally, but he's a very big supporter of yours. No, so, Mike, Johnson, Mike Johnson is is the a, a one, bro. Mike Johnson always reports on Wildcat, the show where we had twenty four hundred people at. Mike Johnson was at that show. He came down. He flew down from New York to come cover that show. Awesome. So yeah. you know, I, I love Mike to death, and I'm always thankful for that because he does always you know, write about our stuff and get our results. And he has some uh, guys that, that work for us that he talks to. And, then, you know, he gets the info from them, which that, that that's journalism to me. Yeah. You know, report reporting, just reporting about what you, you know, your little favorite promotion to put your friends over your buddies. Reporting is like when you pay attention to a scene and you report everything in that scene. You know, I think there's so much bias reporting to people who just want to write and talk about what they like. And then if you go on Twitter, it's about what they dislike. <laughs> yeah. No, you're hundred percent. Right. And I, I always just found that, fa- that found that fascinating that, that Mike and, and Dave Scherer who run PW insider were literally other than maybe, I guess, I guess maybe Meltzer, like they were, they've been in the game the longest and they appreciate they were there in the ECW. Like they were there for yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's got to mean a lot for an independent wrestling promotion to have someone like them cover what you guys do. Well, they have such high credibility. Yeah. You know? So that's that's where, yeah, it, it ain't, you know, just some 12-year-old kid, you know, writing on his blog. So these guys have, like, worldwide news that people pay attention to and people, like, sit and wait for their reports to come out on, you know? That's right. They do. Uh, I mean, Mike. I think Mike's pretty much the top reporter now, right? I, I mean, he has been for a while. Yeah, it, it. You can make the. You can make the debate. It's either him or maybe the guy from Fightful, Sean. Um, yeah, Sean. Sean gets a lot of love too. Yeah, but and, and I think they're both good. I think they're both responsible journalists. Mike, a hundred percent, is a, a, a responsible journalist. He won't put anything out there that he doesn't feel like is accurately qualified to be out there and i feel like sean is the same way 
but but that's how it should be, right? So you got to respect yeah. it. That's yeah. what's yep. up. Yep. And we are on a line with Luke Hawks. Luke, we don't want we don't want to take too much uh, more of your time. Let me let me go back to to the to the young rock stuff real quick, just because it's such a fascinating thing that you found yourself in, and it's just so amazingly impressive to me. Did you get a lot of love from non wrestling fans for your role as Steve Austin? Oh yeah. I got um man, it was crazy because I've been on television and movies yeah. and you know, all that stuff for a while. But there's a big difference in T V and stations and networks that you're on. So like when you do a show on NBC, that is like you don't get bigger than that. So a primetime show on NBC, so so the eyes that are on you, you know, like you just it just opens up different doors, which is cool. And uh, it was cool I got to experience that because you know I've had a lot of big moments in my career so far when you know Fast and Furious and Logan when when they put the post out with Hugh Jackman and his claws going. Yep, right. yep. I mean, like the internet went nuts over it, right? So like I had some really cool moments, but by far the NBC one was the most recognizable where people were like, holy shit, you know, and they just start hitting you up or posting about you or, you're, you know, you're reading reviews on you and blah, 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 you, you know, and then you got people crapping on you too. That's all. <laughs> hey, so, my, my favorite comment was, uh, my favorite comment was a guy said, he said, I don't understand why they didn't just get the guy who played the ringmaster to play Stone Cold. He did a better job. And it's it's the same guy. But that's, Man, you know, that's hey, I did a good job. I guess he thought I was two different people. So he thought you were. So so you went to Australia to film, and and then I know you went out to Alaska for uh for oh, Russell yeah, Pro. Oh yeah, yeah, Russell Pro. That was awesome. Not too long ago, you worked with your son against uh, Brian and, and Cardona, yeah. and um. And I just want to know, like, where where is your favorite place to go? Because clearly you've been, like, everywhere. Is there anywhere that you would want to go just to vacation? Or is there anywhere that you'd rather go to wrestle that you haven't been yet? Oh, yeah. I mean, I like to go to Japan because I've never been. I, mean, I want to wrestle there. You know, I, you know, I was supposed to go there a few times. And every time I went, it was supposed to go and it fell through. Um, so I, I would just like to scratch that off, right? Just want to scratch it off the bucket list. Yeah. And it'd be even cool if I got to do it with my son because he really wants to go to Japan uh, to visit. So, and you know, he, he obviously he loves wrestling. So we, if we got to go tag over there, that would be really cool. That's like the uh, the next checklist thing for us. What What are your expectations for for PJ in terms of how far he's come so far? Like, what where do you think the limit is for this guy? Hey, that's a good question. Thanks for thanks for being outside the box and not being a typical. You know, who trained you? Uh, <laughs> What's your favorite? What actor is you know? <laughs> no, um, dude, that good question. I I honestly think that the world is in his hands. Yeah. I do think that you know there's things he needs to work on and change, and um, you know we we shoot straight with each other. So um, I'm always on him, but it, it's it's tough when you got this is your dad breathing down your back. Right. And cause everybody else is like, your son's amazing. He does such a great job. He's so well mannered. You know, how do you, 
look at all the things he's doing. He's a senior in college, getting ready to graduate. He's working full time in film. He's traveling the world wrestling. And, you know, he's a great kid. So, and, and he is, and he, you know, that, that's one of those things where he's a great kid because, well, because he makes good decisions, but because his family raised him good. And that was different than, you know, again, with the way I came up. So I have high expectations for him to be the best he could possibly be because he, he has, look what I've done with no support. You know what I mean? Really coming from the ground up, he's got the world behind him because he is such a good kid and he is a hard worker and he has a great attitude. So a lot of people want to get behind him and they want to see a good guy win. And he's that good guy, you know what I mean? So I really, and it makes me proud. So um, I think the world's his, you know, but I think he just has to go to work for it. And it, it is amazing to watch your son work because he is so smooth and you can see that he's comfortable like dictating things when he's in the ring. Like he's not afraid to talk shit. He's not, and he's strong as an ox too, man. Like yeah, you see him, boys, he's got that wrestler strength. You know, he's an amateur wrestler, so he's got that grip. When he grabs you, that's it. Yeah, and it, it it's like I said, just so smooth, and and it, it, he it's comes it's at he's... Me, I'm, I'm swinging at him. I ain't letting him grab me. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna catch a right hook. Brady Pierce and Damian Wayne, formidable opponents for you guys uh, this weekend. Those guys again. Well, listen, I gotta ask the questions. God, I like Brady Pierce and Damian Wayne. I think they're great, great um, wrestlers, so to speak. They also are on heels, and they're stunt doubles on heels, and they work really hard. They're hard workers, but they're not a tag team. They're not father and son. They're not a cohesive unit. So, you know, it's a filler match. They'll come in. <laughs> wow. They'll come in and... You know, so this is gonna be this is gonna be a fun night for you and your son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 you gotta speaking speaking of like extra stunt work, you gotta did, did you were you responsible for uh, KM or good friend Kevin yeah, Matthews getting some work on there? Of course. That's <laughs> I right. love it. I love this guy. It. This guy gets it, dude. Wildcat Sports presents X Rated Twenty One and Over, June Twenty Fifth, Southport Hall. We uh, in the game, baby. That's yeah. right, baby. New Orleans. It's sold out, but if you want to be one of the top 50, I would suggest you get there the night before. Yeah, camp, camp out. out. Seriously. Bring a yeah. canteen, bring some road sodas, do what you got to do. So far, all right, so so Luke, the card right now, obviously the main event is Trevor Murdoch versus Brian Davidson. We have Shane Taylor versus Matt Lancey, which I, that's, yeah, that's forget about be, it. That's going to be monstrous. Yeah, And then you guys are, again, like, like Tony already mentioned, uh, Brady Pearson, Damian Wayne. Is there anything else you can fill us in on on what we should expect on this show this weekend? Um, we're gonna have a student match. Nice. First time ever. We haven't. Well, we've done it before, but we haven't done it. Like it's not something we do regularly. So, and we've never done it on X rated. So we got a student match on X rated. And uh, if you've seen our X rated crowd compared to our normal crowd, our normal, our normal crowd is like Memphis, Tennessee. And the X-rated crowd is like Philly. <laughs> That's, so, what a contrast. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Say yeah, no yeah. more. It's, it's, so, so uh, the students got some pressure on them. <laughs> Just a little bit. 
And, and speaking of Stone Cold, I'm going to crack one of these uh, oh, Broken yeah. Skull IPAs in your honor, my friend. So, uh, Luke, it was hey, a pleasure. Hey, Follow Luke Hawks hey, on social wait, media. Luke. Oh, Tony, go ahead if you want. No, Luke was saying Steve something. Me off Steve needs to go ahead and give me a little bit of that Broken Skull money, you know? That's right. You, you should. You know, you should make a, like a, an imitation IPA yeah, where it's right. like Luke Hawks IPA. Call it the Ringmaster IPA. There you go. Boom. Bro- broken ass IPA. Broken, huge, huge effing IPA. Yeah. There you go. Luke Hawks 501 on Twitter and so uh, 504, 504 on, uh, on Twitter oh, on, and social media. I caught myself. Caught myself right there, Luke. We have uh, uh, Jay Spade coming up soon. So we are going to let All you right. go. Thank you so much. Anything you want to leave our listeners, our fans, your fans with? I was gonna say so since since this X rated is like a little smaller than we're used to, what we're going to plan on doing, this is what we're working towards, is running two a year instead of one. Ooh. So, yeah. Since it's so limited, you know what I mean, and people love our X rated show, I think we're gonna start doing two a year. So that's that, that's our goal. So I wanted to go ahead and put that little seed out there right now with y'all. I'm I'm digging that. I am digging that. Yeah. Every week we get breaking news from Wildcat. I love it. It. Love it, of course. That means y'all, y'all in, baby. Of course, <laughs> of course. Always in with Luke. Hope to see you back up here in uh, in Jersey, in New York, or Philly, or at some point soon, yeah, my friend. Uh, yeah, Kevin actually is trying to get us out for something, but we the schedule's crazy, bro. That filming, like we can't do much wrestling. That's unfortunately uh, that that's the one drawback of filming. We get so busy with it, and then we're so locked down. Like uh, it, it was hell for us to get off of these past NWA tapings that I got this nice black eye from. So, oh shit! I didn't even notice that until you pointed yeah. out. Look at that. Damn. I saw I saw you post something on that on I think on Facebook. It was it was, it, was hey, it's, it looked a lot worse then. Yeah, well, yeah. The, the very last move of my very last match for the week. <laughs> I caught the guy in a power slam. He elbowed me, and I split my elbow right before I pinned him. Of course. It, of course it happens that way. Hey, the very <laughs> last thing. <laughs> Unreal. Luke, hey, thank you right so here, much. Imagine me coming on a film set and they go, they see my eye and they go, and what would I, happen? Yeah, yeah. Then they start I'm like, what do you think happened? <laughs> no, but what, what would happen if that happened? They covered the makeup. Oh, like, yeah. Thank God that, thank God it wasn't swollen because if it was swollen, I'd be yeah. screwed. That's yeah. why. That's another reason. Like, technically, we're not supposed to do anything. We're under contract, but I got permission for us to go do NWA. So, uh, because it holds up production. You know, yeah. I mean, it happens if we go out there and we break our leg. Production's screwed. You know. So. Yeah, this is true. Oh, mama. So yeah, that's what I was saying. Our wrestling, the wrestling portion of it, kind of um, suffers from it because we, we're not able to do as much. But, you know, we love what we do, and uh, and it's a good problem to have. Yeah. No complaints there. Yeah. Luke, this has been a pleasure, man. You know you are welcome back each and every time that you want to come back on. I always appreciate y'all having me out. Appreciate you, brother. Be well. Good luck. Have fun taping. Good luck this weekend. And, of course, you can follow Luke Hawks at LukeHawks504 on Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, Wildcat Sports Rated X will be running. 21 and over events on June 25th at Southport Hall, 200 Monticello Avenue in New Orleans, Louisiana. Sold out, Tony. You got to be one of the first 50 to get a ticket for this bad boy. Okay, I got two stories for you. One I love is... Luke Hawks, by the way. 
the greatest. He's absolutely the greatest. Do you remember when he used to first come on and he was pissed off? He was in a feud like trying to get AJ Styles. He was pissed off at him. Does that ring a bell? Vaguely. Yeah. But I do. But he yes, really... I do. I do. When he, was, when he would come on and be like, AJ's a pussy. Fuck him. Yo. <laughs> I forget what the beef was about. All I remember is like Luke just had, you know. Why didn't he... you bring that up? No, because, dude, dude, we talked to him for almost a half an hour. We had to cover everything else. I mean. That would have been a great, funny little anecdote. Yeah. I didn't but... think about that until you brought it up. I didn't think about it really until we started getting into it with him. I'm like, yeah, I think the first time he was on, he was complaining about about uh, AJ Styles. Um, shit, what was, what was the uh, crap? Crap, uh, crap, crap. I forgot. Crap? Were, yeah, no, there were there were two things that I want to bring up. One of them was Luke related, and one of them wasn't. All right, so let's focus yeah, on let's... the Luke related. I can't he... remember it now because now I remember the AJ thing. Maybe that was it. <laughs> I think well, that was Luke, it. We, I mean. I don't think people realize how long Luke has been around. And and the thing is though, he keeps he keeps himself looking like he's 25 years old. Who would have ever thought that and like we've we've gone over the story with him like his his upbringing. Like we've talked about that on the show and just, you know, like what a rough childhood he had and whatnot. Right. I don't think ever in his wildest dreams he would have imagined that he would have been playing Stone Cold Steve Austin. On a primetime show on a major network. That's insane. The guy, as far again, I only know him from afar. I think I've met him a few times at in person at at Russell Pro slash PWS. But you could just tell by the way he presents himself that nobody's going to outwork Luke Hawks. Yeah. Like nobody's going to outwork him. Kevin, I know I've said it a bunch of times. I know it's cliche at this point, but it still bears saying. I was there for the first tier one show when Luke Hawks won the championship. Oh God. Hell right, of Tony, a night. Tony, I know I, I, I do a lot of throwback stuff to, to stuff that I've been involved in. And I, you should be proud of what you've done in, in wrestling in terms of calling that these shows. But I think it might be time for you just to put the nail in that coffin. No, just... because you know what? We'll, we'll talk about it later. I, I, I think I'm getting the itch for something, but let's see if our guest is here. He looks like he's here, but it looks like his camera is not working. Oh, snap, man. Let me see. Hold on. See, I couldn't imagine that Jay Spade would want to join us, but not put his handsome mug on camera. Dude, the guy's a good looking dude. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Oh, man. And the fact that he's, dude. And like Jay Spade is not just like some fly by night in wrestling. This guy's been everywhere. He's been on 205. He's been on AW Dark. He's been in the NWA. Junior heavyweight championship tournament, by the way. I know that's not what Jay Spade looks like. <laughs> no, we're one st- we're one step closer, I think. He's getting there. Don't worry. He'll he'll get it figured out. If you have to do it this way, we'll do it this way. Oh, he all left. Right. No, listen, he probably you know what he probably has to do. He was, said, it, fuck all y'all. No, no. <laughs> what he had to do was probably what I have to do every time before we do the podcast. I have to restart my computer. So the camera actually works. There I mean, he is. I thought you were gonna say drink in the shower. <laughs> I'll drink in the shower. I'll, I'll drink in the shower. Oh my god! Whoa! What do I care? There he is. Did you have Wait, to restart? Wait, we talking about drinks already? Yes, yes. I had to restart this thing. It, it was that's weird. Like it just came up, just like blank, like a, a black screen. So. That's what I. That, that's what I have to do every time. Okay, before okay. I, do the show, <laughs> I have to restart. Wait a minute. Time, time out. Time out. What? Is, is Luke is Luke in the room with you? Because that background looks awfully familiar. 
Okay, so <laughs> wait, wait, is it? So no, wait, okay. So so look, I didn't want to bring it up. Um, there's been a lot of Luke Hawk praise going on with this show. Uh, but I, I gotta I gotta I gotta bring it down to earth. So uh oh, no. during this filming process for season two of Hills, you know, I have this beautiful property in Noonan, Georgia, and it just so happens that yeah, I, I pretty much rent out some rooms for Luke to stay oh. So technically I'm his landlord. So unfortunately, you know, he has to use my property to do interviews and, and things like that. So, so yeah. <laughs> wait a second. I, you yeah. guys just completely whamboozled us here. With, with you. <laughs> like, we didn't know that you guys were going to be together. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was saying. It was like, hey, look, I didn't, thought, I didn't know he was on this episode tonight. So, you know, I was just going to, you know, do the podcast here, but then I saw his name on it and he's talking. I'm like, dude, if you needed to use the place, then you could have just asked me or whatnot, you know? But no, it's cool. You know, it, he pays the rent. So therefore, since he pays the rent as a good landlord, <laughs> I let him use the kitchen, you know, the bathroom. He could use kind of part of the patio area and stuff like that. Part you know, of the it, patio area. Part of the pad, not not the entire <laughs> pad, just part of it. Oh part God, it, you know? You, you let Luke use your bathroom? Well, we got two bathrooms. So he oh, uses okay. the bathroom. He uses the bathroom in a half with what well, a half bathroom, you know, it's a Got sink you. and a toilet. So, you know, he has to take like the little, you know, mm. towels and just wash himself off in the sink and <laughs> hand soap. Like that. Yeah, hand yeah, you know, that's a little antibacterial, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, look, I, I'm a very generous landlord, okay? So, God, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. What, so I can't. What, I can't really ask you. Like, my first question was what a what a what a down to earth moment though. Here's Luke Hawks, big TV star, big movie star. He's washing his pits in your sink. Hey, look, look. We all we all have humble beginnings, and you know, it's it's one of those things to like when he reaches mega stars, stardom, and level and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, he took baths in, in the sink at Jay Spade's house. So <laughs> I, I was, I was, my first question was going to be uh, the only answer possibly would be for you to blow smoke up Luke Hawks's ass. <laughs> and that clearly can't happen now. What? Like, like my first what? question was like, wait, what's it like working for Luke Hawks at Wildcat? Oh, How much has he man. meant to you? And oh. now that I found out that you're his landlord, I can't, I can't ask that question. Hey, how much his rent is again? He means about two thousand and five hundred dollars to me. That's <laughs> there's a great chance you may not talk about wrestling for one oh, second shit. in this interview. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! All right, we are on the line with Jay Spade on social media at Wildcats. Jay Spade on Twitter. Wild Card. Wild Card. Wow. Well, I'm sorry. Oh, wow, I'm, that's I have twice tears in my eyes. Twitter tonight. Holy <laughs> so hard. Wild Card, Jay Spade. Yes. Jay Spade, how are you? Man, I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Blessed, relaxed, stress free. My skin is glowing. I I can't complain, man. Life life is good. I, I gotta ask you a question. We've been yeah, we've been ahead, talking because I'm I gotta re I gotta recontribulate. <laughs> we were talking about TV and movies and all mm -hmm. that good stuff with Luke, but I gotta ask you this, and I did yeah. I had no idea this existed. What is ultraviolet and black scorpion? What is this? I started watching it <laughs> earlier today, 
Yeah. And it it's weird. It's like one of those things that you would find on like the Disney Channel when you were a kid, but it's about wrestling and superpowers. What's the story with this? You know, it's, it's literally kind of like the best of both worlds because you get, you know, kind of like the superhero powers and, and secret identities. But in the same realm of it, you get the pro wrestling aspect with their secret identities and their characters that they have. So it's like honestly, it's probably like the closest thing to like my childhood because that was one of the things that got me into wrestling because I kept looking at it. I'm like, man, these guys look like comic book superheroes. You know, they have the strengths, the weaknesses, the costume, the alter ego. So it's pretty much like, you know, the, the creators for uh, Ultraviolet and Black Scorpion took both realms, superheroness and pro wrestling, and meshed them together and made like a nice family friendly, entertaining show. So how did you and Buku Dao get involved in this project? Oh man, I mean, really, that was that was through Luke. Like when when Luke got the uh, job as the uh, uh, wrestling stunt coordinator, like he was pretty much looking for guys to kind of fit the role. And this was right after season one appeals after we done filming. So it was pretty much kind of like, hey, look, you already know what you're doing. An easy transition into that. And then like he pulled some other Wildcat guys into that as well. Uh, Jace Valors, one of the guys, Buku Dao, and we even have uh, David Powers and Bradley uh, Pierce. Pretty much all of them are from Wildcat, and they're part of the show too. Awesome. So so what does that say for, again, let's go back to the blowing the smoke up Luke Hawks' ass here. <laughs> um, so what does that say for a guy like Luke to do stuff like that for other people and how it benefits the people that he trusts? Well, pretty much it. More than the people themselves, it helps out Wildcat. Because, I mean, besides us just being, like, a kick-ass wrestling promotion, you know, drawing insane crowds, pretty much having, like, a rabid fan base, it's also showing that our guys, our wrestlers, can also do other aspects of entertainment as well, too. Whether it be stunt work, whether it be music, or even acting. Like, we all pretty much kind of have, like, our hands in different aspects. So, you know, it's, it's also good for the guys individually, but just that company as a whole, it shows the reach that we have when it comes to just entertainment. Because a lot of people are doing more than just one thing. And all of our guys are multi-talented. Right. If you had to put a feather in your cap for one thing that you're the most proud of in your wrestling career or any any aspect of your life, what would it be? Oh, man. Jeez. Ooh. Tough questions. Uh, yeah, That's what you know, get it, when it, you come to the Shining Wizard. <laughs> I'm an idiot, but I can I can bring one out every now and then. With with wrestling, I always say this. It was kind of like maybe, like once I started training, it was like the first goal that I wanted, and pretty much it was to be the uh, Wildcat Sports Heavyweight Champion. And reason for that being is because I first started training at Wildcat, so I went through pretty much the entire ranks. And it's kind of like one of those feelings to like when you finally graduate from a, a college or a school that you go to, and then pretty much kind of, you know going back and giving back to that that school or that college or whatnot. So it was like, I felt like I was at the top of my class and whatnot. And it's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, I've been here for four years. I've been here for five years. And now I'm kind of like one of the top guys. And, you know, when I first started off, you know, four or five years ago, you know, just kind of like a rookie, nobody really knowing me, me not really knowing what I was doing to being one of the top guys in the company. That to me was just probably like one of the proudest moments. And, even if it may not mean something to somebody else outside of Wildcat, it's just me personally. That's one of like you know the biggest accomplishments that I love. Just so, going so what's from, it like for for you when you go to places like NWA or you wrestle on AEW Dark? What's it like making that 
not necessarily the transition, but just your presence there. Like, how does that feel for you knowing how hard you worked? Oh, it's definitely appreciative. Like, it's a lot of times, like, you know, when you're constantly grinding, trying to get to the next level, or trying to get more eyes and more exposure on you, when you do get that recognition for your hard work, it's like, well, damn, this, this finally feels good to be acknowledged for some of the, for the work that you put in. So, you know, and definitely like the locker rooms when I went to NWA, same thing with uh, AEW. The locker rooms have always been respectful. Um, the guys have been respectful. I've never had any problem with anybody at any of those locker rooms whatsoever. So while it's great to be at Wildcat, and I love that, that's like my top priority, being able to branch out to other promotions as well, and being able to showcase not only my abilities, but the training that Wildcat Sports provides, that's also a big honor too, because I'm also a representation of that school. Yeah, and I, I mentioned this to, to Luke as well, that Wildcat still going through all the trials and tribulations that they've had to go through being in New Orleans and with the pandemic absolutely sucks, yeah. but people still talk about Wildcat. What do you attribute that to? Yo, it's really just, it's the product that we put out. So, you know, like if you just come to Louisiana, Louisiana is a lot different than a lot of other states in regards to how many wrestling promotions we can have. We have a commission. There's only a limited amount of promotions that could run a month or even like a year or whatnot. Whereas like if you go to Texas, Florida, like they have 50 shows in one weekend, but that's just how that state is. So when you do come to Louisiana and you see wrestling, Wildcat Sports is the finest wrestling that is available. The guys look the part, the guys are athletes. And on top of that, we know how to wrestle at the finest form. We provide a wide range of entertaining, entertaining aspects to our show. So, you know, you're gonna see you're going to see very technical wrestlers on the show. You may see almost like brawlers on the show too, some hardcore matches, some Lucha Libre style matches. We also we have so many different styles that we bring to Louisiana. We may not have, like we always tell people, we may not have like the big WWE budgets that have the lights, pyro and all that stuff, but the quality you see in the ring is undeniable. And that's the biggest thing. Yeah, I literally had some fans be like, well, they'll start off going to Wildcat shows and they'll branch out and look at some other shows, even WWE shows, and they're like, this just doesn't feel the same. Like, it's, it's entertaining, but it's not Wildcat. There's something about it that's giving me that disconnect that Wildcat always keeps me engaged in. So to me, that's what I think our biggest thing is our product is by far grade A. So being where you are right now mm -hmm. and, and the level of success that you've achieved and coming from day one Wildcat, stuff let me ask you this uh, like fan interaction with you yeah the, when when like li like when little kids or you know people come up to you and ask for your autograph or ask like for a picture does that does that resonate with you because i i remember going to independent shows doing that like asking you know somebody who i'll, I'll probably never see again in in my mm -hmm. life for an autograph and it meant the world to me but you clearly have a path for yourself set. So does that yeah. mean something to you when like a kid or a, a fan comes up and asks to want to take a picture with you or something like that? Oh, yo, without a doubt. I, like, I always try to keep myself humble, like in a lot of things that I do. You know, I do know what I do in the ring cannot be mimicked by a lot of people, especially those in the audience. But at the same time, it's like y'all are, are here to see me. 
a certain aspect. And I'm truly grateful and humbled by that. So just somebody, if they want to pick up a T-shirt, they just want an autograph or a picture. It's like, I still kind of look at myself as, you know, the five-year-old skinny little kid or whatnot. So it's still a little bit shocking to be like, man, these people are cheering for me. Are they paid to see me? Are they wearing my merchandise in the crowd? Like, this is kind of like, you know, it's still surreal. You know, it's hard for me to believe or whatnot, but it it feels great. It's kind of one of those reasons why I'm still wrestling. I still have that that itch, that passion for it. It's because I love the audience feedback, not only after the match, but also during the match. You know, that's kind of one thing, like, it's hard to say, like, you can't, to me, I don't know if I can get that feeling from any other form of, of performing, whether it be acting, filming, stunt work, because we don't get that instant gratification from the fans. We have to wait till after the filming process is over with. With pro wrestling, you get it right then and there. If you did something good, they're going to start cheering or popping. If you did something bad, you're going to hear booze or you're going to hear silence. Mm-hmm. And that's when it's up to you to correct it, to make it better, or you know, keep the wave going, whatever the case is. I got to ask you a question. I know that yeah. you've been up our way and you defended the uh, Wildcat Sports Championship at WrestlePro. Now, mm-hmm. I have to ask Kevin. Oh, no. This is not, this is not going to be good. <laughs> well, no, because a couple of weeks ago we had we had uh, Matt Lancey on, and he mentioned exactly. you had brought that up. <laughs> Kevin, do you remember who was in this Fatal 4-Way? I will give you huge props if you can name somebody. That uh... See, Kevin's Kevin's the resident WrestlePro expert. He would know this. So, Jay, so Jay just to, to lift the curtain, for like eight years, I would do the, the intros for the musics for the wrestlers uh-huh. that came to the ring for WrestlePro. <laughs> but we're talking one show a month for eight years. Yep. <laughs> I don't remember this. And okay. it's not I don't it's not that I don't remember the match. I don't remember who else was in it. Okay, I'm so sure was, I could find it. And... It was it was a fatal four-way. It was in Rawway, of course. Mm-hmm. It was Buster Jackson, Sean Donovan, and Matt Lancey. Yeah, all right. Okay. <laughs> no offense. I, <laughs> I, I listen, those Buster, Sean, two my two great friends of mine. Yeah. And Matt Lancey, we just had on recently. He's a great yeah. guy as well. Yes. I saw that and, interview. Um, <laughs> and yourself. But I didn't I don't I don't really talk to people when I'm there. Like I literally sit at my at the gorilla and, and sit and just wait for the for my cues to it's the most nervous day of my life. Is it really? Wow. Yeah. Yes. Kevin stresses hard on this. I stress Trust really me. hard about knowing when to play people's music and how to do it oh, and when the man. when the time is right to cut them and when this is right or wrong. It's it's the most nerve wracking day of my life. Have you ever like played the wrong music before? hundred <laughs> percent. Numerous yes. times. Yeah. There was one time. I, well, I screwed up. A, I screwed up a million cues. Um, like, in, like in match cues. It was, and one of them, one of them involved like Cody Rhodes. Dude, and like, oh, no. <laughs> let's, let, let's go back and just realize he's been doing this for eight years. Eight years. Go ahead, yeah. Kevin. At least. <laughs> At least eight years. Yeah. And I'm, thankfully, they've transitioned me out because I'm getting too old for this <laughs> business. <laughs> so, so I'm like, so I just show up, like, like I'm Carrie Silken in Ring of Honor. I just show up and say hi. And, <laughs> and, and, then, and that's it. Hey, hey, look, man, we, you know, when you do something for so many years, 
like mistakes are bound to happen. And it's one of those things like I, I even tell people, it's like, okay, well, yeah, you messed up one match, but look, Steph Curry misses a shot or three or 10. Yep. But he's still, not, he's still not, won. not lately. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, that, I think it was game five was the only game he had, like maybe 13, or 15. Points. Oh, yeah. But they still oh, won. He was, yeah, they still, but he didn't. Oh, he was horrible yeah. during that match. So oh, if, you, if you can win a game with Steph Curry only scoring 13 points, then. Yeah. <laughs> but well, then he dropped. Then, then yeah, the next game, game he, he dropped, won ball. Like, he was yeah. unstoppable the last game. Yeah. So, hey, we all have some off days, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it happens. It's like. Yeah. It was. And I it was at Starland Ballroom in New Jersey. And I screwed up a spot. It was Cody Rhodes, Leo Rush, Mario Bocara. <laughs> and there was a triple down, but. Like no one really told me. Oh no! It was a, it was supposed to be a triple down, and then someone's mm-hmm. going to do eventually a Spanish fly off the top rope. I had no idea what a Spanish fly was. So, uh, like, see, yeah. so like, if you're giving somebody a cue about a move that I'm not a hundred percent sure of what it is, yeah, like <laughs> I don't know. So they went down. So I played a, a, a some someone was supposed to come to the ring and take uh, Brandy out, and. Um, and I played at the wrong time, but it, I went immediately went to the back after the match and apologized to Cody. And he, he couldn't have been nicer. He was yeah, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. Sure, I'm sure he was being like nice, but he was like, dude, it actually worked out better. I'm sure he was just trying to make yeah. me feel good, but it was like, it, dude, it was incredible. So to your point, mistakes do happen in professional wrestling. So when you, if you're in a match, if a mistake happens, how do you respond to that? Just keep on going. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do? Yo, just, just keep on going. It, yo, it, honestly, it depends on what the match is, or like what the uh, what the mess up is. Like you just keep that thing all going. Uh, like I didn't have like a few botches and whatnot. I'll tell you what. One when I did the uh, the show at uh for Russell Pro, like literally we had a, a spot where I think Buster dived out the ring. I dived out first, something like that. I went to go dive, and the ropes caught my feet. So as opposed to me kind of soaring, I just kind of went. (laughs) (laughs) So like, but luckily, like, they had, like, the uh, the little pads that was kind of, like, right outside, like, right outside the ring. It wasn't that big, but it was right outside the ring. So, like, literally, I did that. I mean, the match didn't stop. The guys grabbed me, like, keep going. Throw me in the ring. That's all. (laughs) Just keep the match going, like. All right, shit, I'm good. You know, it's great. But, yeah, yo, just a lot of mistakes are going to happen. That's one of the beauties of pro wrestling is to improvise. And if you don't if you don't focus on it being an accident, the audience would be like, oh, that was part of the match. Yeah. He meant to do that. <laughs> we are on that. We are on with the wildcard Jay Spade at wildcard Jay Spade on Twitter. He's got a link tree, which will also link you to his merch on his Etsy page. Link yes. tree slash wildcat wild card. I did it too, Kev. Wild card. <laughs> <Jay's play. laughs> so I gotta ask you a question though. We yeah. we've got a couple matches. We know uh we know uh, you know uh Ryan Davidson, Trevor Murdoch up top, Matt Lancey, Shane Taylor, uh the Hawks Airy versus Brady Pierce and uh Damian Wayne. Mm-hmm. What comes what's coming for Jay Spade this weekend? Man, everybody keeps asking me that, and I just found out about maybe three hours ago. Ooh. Yes, that that quick. Um, 
because actually my one of the guys who I'm really close with and one of the guys who I tag team with, he's currently up here helping us with the filming process, heels and whatnot. But this Saturday uh, at X Rated, it will be me and Buku Dao. Nice. Us together, we're known as Slime Season, and we will be taking on Fly Depth at X Rated. So it's been it's been a while because me and Buku have not tag teamed since oh god, I think 20, 2019. Yeah, yeah, it's been since like 2019. So we're trying to get in the back of things. Um, we got big, big dreams and ambitions for the tag team division at Wildcast Force. We're looking to first make our claim by defeating Fly Death at X Rated. And eventually, coming from tag team belts, tired of Hawks Aries holding these belts hostage for like uh -oh. two or three years. And once I take them tag belts from Hawks Aries, I'm gonna kick Luke out of this house and send him to the homeless shelter. <laughs> That's right. Get him out. Put so him on the streets. <laughs> Put him on them cold streets out here. <laughs> I think, uh, but you say that, but I feel like Luke would be all right if he had. <laughs> you, wait, y'all think that we don't know, okay? And the only way we're gonna know is when I take them belts and kick them out on the streets. But first, it's fly death, slime, Z slime season versus fly death at X rated this Saturday. Ah. Yeah. All right, so I, sorry. So I got to ask you. You mentioned Buku Dao. You guys are teaming up again. Slime season's yes. back. Miss are we Buku. Gonna, are we going to get more cartoons and cereal? Oh man! Because <laughs> it's been a yes. minute. Come on, man! It's been a minute. Yes, yes. We will have new episodes of cartoons and cereal coming up soon. Oh man, we just got some like weird cereal that I have mailed to me. So as soon as we are done with the filming process with Hills, I'll be back home in New Orleans, that way I can go back and train and we'll be knocking out some more episodes, watching some weird cartoons, eating some very strange cereal. <laughs> What's, wait, wait, strange cereal? What's, what, what, what you got? What you got for me? Man, I, I really can't tell you because <laughs> when I found out about this cereal, I was like, there's no way this is real. And then when I got the box at home, I'm like, yeah, this is real. <laughs> So wait, is it like those like twenty? Is it like what we do with like the uh, the beans? Is it like that? Or is Listen, it just you got We gotta wait for the new episode. All right, we gotta out. wait for yeah. the new episode. Hey, I tell you, like, there's no way this cereal is real. Like, yeah, it's real. It's it's actually real. So Man. yeah, but we will have new episodes out soon. As soon as we're done with uh, wrapping up Hill season two, me and Slime Buku, we're going right back at it. More episodes for y'all. Oh. Damn. That's and also, if y'all also if y'all have any cereal recommendations, please let us know. Like, I'll try to go get some one. We'll pop, pop up some new content. I'm Ooh. basic when it comes to cereal. Super basic. basic. Yeah. Yeah. Cheerios. Cheerios. What's type? Just like regular Cheerios. Honey nut. Yeah, honey nut. Honey nut Cheerios. Honey nut's kind of the way to go, I think. When I was a yeah. kid, we weren't allowed to have like the sugary stuff. So once I explored oh. that. <laughs> So once I was explore, once I was exposed to like Lucky Charms and Fruit mm -hmm. Loops, and it was it was all hell broke loose. But then when I got older, <laughs> I was like, you know, what, let me go back to what brought me to the dance. Cheerios, that brought me to the dance. Cheerios. Oh man, cornflakes are good. Yeah, cornflakes corn are good. good. Chex mix, Chex is good. It's a it's a good. Now, see, I I never had Chex mix. You gotta have never Chex, had Chex, man. Never had Chex. Not I the Chex mix. 
the checks. Oh, just the checks. Yeah, no, no, no. I never had checks. It might be Always life, actually. Them. Is it life or is it checks? No, I think, I think life was another one. I think life and checks are the same thing. I could be wrong. Yeah, life yeah. cereal, I think it's checks mix. Or checks. You know what you can't sleep on? Frosted mini weeds. Those are good as hell. Yo, I've had those one time. One you know, time I when I was young. I think it was like at my grandma's house. So it's kind of yeah. like one of those things. Grandma always had the best cereal. <laughs> <laughs> one of those things where she was like, "You want some cereal?" I'm like, "Yeah," and I'm thinking she has like the stuff I have at home, and then she like gave me like the. I was like, "All right, I mean, I, I'll eat it." Yeah, what you know? <laughs> what did you scrape this off the chair? What is yeah. this? <laughs> I just Come never on, went back after that. But no, I'm. That's probably going to be something we got to revisit. My, like, uh, up, just a real quick story, and then we'll let you go. My grandmother used to have. The the small like the box like I, I don't know how old you are but when we were young we, they would have like the travel boxes of cereal that it were, like, yeah the little tiny box little one yeah. and yeah. so like that was the only time I was able to have like the, the Fruit Loops <laughs> or like the Apple Jacks or, yeah because you get the ten pack and it comes with like corn pops yeah, exactly yes yep. oh and, yeah because they used to have it all together like like yeah uh, and it was like this long right? and it had yeah. this long yes grandma <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're showing our age. We're really showing our age right now. You don't even know. You don't even want to know. I, I may have, a, we may have baby faces, but we're old. Yeah. Hell yeah. Some, some a lot older than others. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Jay. Jay, this is an absolute blast, man. This oh no, man! Thank God, this was fun. This was uh, fun. Did we even talk? Did we talk about wrestling? I guess yeah, we did. Yeah, right? we did. We got yeah. to talk a little more wrestling. Yeah, we talked we about matches. In. Talk about matches, botches, <laughs> cereal, uh, Luke being my tenant. Yeah, we talked about okay. wrestling. We found okay. out about these guys uh, going to be at X-rated. That's all we needed to know. Yes, We're yes. good. Listen, yes, all we want to do is we want to have fun with our guests, and we want, just want to have a blast with them, and we want to we thank mm-hmm. them for coming on all the time, and we've been doing this for a long time. So every time you get to have someone new on or someone that maybe we haven't talked to in a long time, yes. we just want to make it. Just make it fun and yeah, um, and different. Like like yeah. we all know where you train. Like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we're, yo, I will... we're more concerned about what your grandmother was giving you for cereal. Thank you, yo. I, I'm glad y'all asked different questions. A lot of times you get in the same routine of what got you into wrestling. Where did you train at? Who was your favorite wrestler? Uh, it's like I've answered that questions about 20 different times already. <laughs> but I do appreciate different questions and pretty much just just fun keep everything lighthearted, man there for you sure. go for sure right. we appreciate you follow jay spade on social media at wildcard jay spade on both platforms instagram and twitter thank you so mm-hmm. much wildcats doing great stuff and thank we y'all. appreciate you man yeah man have fun this weekend kick some ass all right peace definitely will <laughs> thanks jay spade be well man all right y'all dude this was hella fun tonight Luke dude it was jay spade it... See, here's what I like about what we do. And I feel like it's lost on a lot of people. Is uh, all that. Dude, Um, I'm sorry. Grilled chicken tonight with garlic butter uh, fettuccine. So I got double the garlic going. If you want to find a wrestling podcast, and there's a million of them. Yeah, nowadays for sure. There's a billion of them. Everyone that's ever had a cup of coffee in professional wrestling has a wrestling podcast. Some people deservedly so. Some people maybe not so deservedly so. But what we do here is provide office 
authenticity, I guess yes. is the word. Little outside the box, I would little say. Little outside the box. And we've come and listen, we've had our struggles and we've come a long way. Mm-hmm. So we still struggle. Don't get me we wrong. Still str- oh god, we, we still get our feet clipped struggle. on the ropes on the dives to the outside. Yeah. We Sometimes tri- we'll forget what a Spanish fly is. Uh, so that's what stinks, is that well, here's also what's th- what there wasn't always a monitor in the back. Kev, it's all right, brother. It's all right. So, it's all good. We get it. We get no, it. but I listen. If you want to listen to a professional wrestling podcast where it's three dudes who literally just have opinions, but no serious, serious, you know, clout behind them. No, we got clout. I think. I think doing this for ten plus years, we got some clout. No, we got clout. Oh no, there's definitely there's definitely cloutage, <laughs> but. But like we, I don't, I don't want anyone to base what they think on what I think, and I don't want anyone to nobody, base what they think on what you think. Nobody does. Think. Nobody does. It's just that but they're stupid. It's they just base everything about what we think. When you get marred into the world of wrestling podcasts, just think of the Shining Wizards. Yeah, we man, are, we. I think we stand above a few of them. Uh, all of them. What the, what the <laughs> f you talking about? Get the f out. Talking talking to Jay Spade, I remember the two stories that I wanted to tell you. Now, one of them is Wildcat related and one of them is not. So wait, which, you wait. have Wildcat questions when the Wildcat guests leave. No, it's not show. a question. There's stories. There's stories oh, okay, about okay. me. Do you want to hear the Wildcat or the non-Wildcat, which was based on my weekend activities? All right. Repeat that. Okay. I've got a story that's tangentially related to Wildcat sports. And I got another story about something that would happen to me when I went to see wrestling this past Friday, Friday. Oh, the oh, ISPW. Yes. Which one do you want to hear? Whatever. First. You right. first. You so I was doing research to try to find out what the card was for X rated. So I put in for some odd reason, X triple X Wildcat sports. Uh, all right, that's there is a bodybuilding porn star. Her name is Wildcat, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. The other story was I went to ISPW this past weekend. Uh, buddy of the show, Randy Pella. Uh, you may know him from Pellavision. We played some of his Christmas carols over the years. Uh, his wife actually brought in Tommy Fierro's ISPW for a charity show to raise money for her son's uh Cub Scouts right. troop. And I will say that, and I will, sorry to cut you off. I will say this about Tommy and ISPW. They run like every week. Oh, yeah. Good dude. Good dude. Yeah. I ran into Dave LaGreca, who was awesome. And I jaw jacked with him when he came out for the main event. And my kid was laughing his balls off. Wait, 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 wait. Dave LaGreca came out with Rick Recon. And Rick Recon I understand was that. Challenging. So when Dave was done talking shit, they were waiting for Danny Morrison to come out. I just happened to yell, hey, Dave, you suck. And he turned around and yelled, no, you suck. So we went back and forth for a good 30 seconds. And I told him I was going to keep my eyes on him because he was no good. And he told me to shut my mouth. It was fantastic. What? So that was fun for you. Yeah, but that wasn't the story. So here's my fucking, here's my catching my feet on the middle rope story. So I see Sean Donovan in the, uh, in the gorilla position. So I go over, I say hi to him. What are you doing in gorilla? No, I saw him. I was in the crowd and I saw him standing there. So I was like, ah, no I'll go over and say hi. There. So I went over to say hi. And Sean Donovan, like nice guy, but he's always got that look like he doesn't trust you. And I go, you know, it's me, Tony, right? He goes, yeah, of course I know it's you. 
And yeah, I was like, that's a, that's a, that's a Sean Don of an answer. And I was like, I felt a little like, of course oh, I know it's you. Of course. <laughs> uh, listen, I love Dipsy. Dipsy is. No, he was awesome, but I felt kind of like a dick. Like, like, cause he looked at me like he didn't know who I was. So I had, I'm like, you know, it's me. Right. And he's like, yeah, I know it's you. I'm like, well, yeah, when was the last time you saw him? Well, other is... than doing the, were you, were you on the show? For I the... was on the show for that. Yes, Kevin. Despite oh, listen, what I don't was... know. You hate guests. Matt hates guests. Who knows? You know what? That's right. Matt missed out on two guests. So maybe, maybe it's Matt hates guest. I wish you I had what? a fucking banner to put up. Oh, oh Kevin's doing it. I thought about it. Nah, you I know what? Thought about it. Fuck it. Whatever. Um, do you need a pee break? I feel like we should run a commercial, but I really I'm don't want to pretty dehydrated, so no, but I can But you need a beverage want. break. You know what? Let me. I'll run the commercials. We haven't run the commercials in a long time. Kev, what do we always say when it's time to run commercials? Matt hates guests. Oh, wait. No. Oh. We know you love shopping at Amazon, and we also know you love listening to The Shining Wizards. That's why you're hearing this commercial right now. But were you aware that you could combine the two, do all your shopping, and support the show at the same time? Well, of course you can. Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and make your purchases the way you normally would. You're going to get the same great low prices, and a portion of whatever you purchase is going to go to support the Shining Wizards. How great is that? You, by purchasing anything that you normally would anyway, is going to support us. That's a win-win in my book. So from now on, when you shop at Amazon, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com or click the banner on our website and do all of your shopping with the Shining Wizards. Because of the obvious threat to untold numbers of citizens and because of the crisis which is even now developing, this radio station will remain on the air day and night. This station and hundreds of other radio and TV stations throughout this part of the country are pooling their resources through an emergency network hookup to keep you informed of all developments. Horns up, everyone. When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure every Friday to check out Radioactive Metal. Radioactive Metal is one of the longest-running podcasts on the interweb. And every week, we bring you a fistful of metal, including interviews with all your favorite artists, discuss all the metal news, and feature the best tunes on the air today. So grab a Lemmy, join your cool Uncle Snowy, and co-host Aaron in the pit. Your recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact player Phil Brea and the Portuguese Man of War Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Live every week on RantEMRadio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, and TurnbuckleThrowbacks.com. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your hosts of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. 
Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network. And join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. What's up, wrestling fans? You want something awesome? Check out Wrestling Night in Canada here on the Shining Wizards Network, where three Canadian metalheads uniting for the love of pro wrestling. Every episode, we go over all the latest news and special events with the odd, unique interview as well. So grab a cold one and check out Wrestling Night in Canada, eh? Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Mark Order Pod and on Facebook.com slash Mark Order Pod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag join the Mark Order because if you don't find us, we will find you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. We right. shared a room. thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do, we do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Roadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah. No, yeah well. What do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books. We're talking about professional wrestling. And we're talking about movies go back and watch classic retro wrestling events the likes of wwe wcw and if you do like that you can check us out on apple itunes also on podbean anchor and on podknife also check us out on twitter at the broadcast that's b-r-o-k-a-s-t yeah, it's all right good on you yeah. instagram also at the broadcast podcast remember we don't spell it with a c we spell it with a k absolutely right take it easy and we are back, and it's time to get you folks to join us as Patreon subscribers. What do you get? Dude, for as little as a dollar, you get mentioned as a Patreon producer each and every week. But Beautiful. Than that, three bucks a month, you get the entire archive of bonus episodes. We're talking Inside the Ropes crossword puzzles. We're talking watch-alongs. And we are talking all the kinds of extra things. We would go down, we'll go down the aisle. 
Kevin and I will just come up with a topic and talk about it for an hour. It's amazing. It's and all exclusive. It's the best. It's what we do best, to be honest with you. Yeah. Doing the doing the talk about wrestling is 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 in our wheelhouse. That was the wrong banner. Uh, which banner? Did you I was put up a banner? Find a Patreon banner. Oh, I got it. All right. No, if you got it, we're all good. Um, five bucks a month. We will plug your stuff. We will be happy to talk about anything you want us to talk about. Ten bucks a month. We are going to start getting our fans involved. We're going to pick at least one lucky fan. We're still working on it. We're still working out the kinks, but we're going to get you involved. You want, yeah. to, you want to talk to Luke Hawks and you get picked for that month? We'll let you talk to Luke Hawks. You want to play Can You Beat That? We'll let you play Can You Beat That. You want to join us for a walk down the aisle? We'll get you walking down the aisle. Down that aisle, baby. Dude, join us. Ten bucks a month, you get a chance. A chance each and every month to join us in something special. But right now, Kev, we got to keep we got to keep it moving. We're this show is fucking flying today, man. We got to get a lot of shit in here. We're going to we're going to thank those who have supported us, continue to support us. We're going to make sure that they get their props. It's the Patreon producers roll call. We're going to start Kathy Hummer, the queen of the shining wizards, Manny Kratzo, the king of the shining wizards, Danny and Anthony Russinello, the AOP of the SWP, Sean Toe, Sean Kaleo, Kate the Great Hensler at OnDeckIC.com at Sour Grabs. Well, grab, grab my nuts. Hey, PG. No one talks about Fight Club. Of course not. So we're just going to ignore it. Matt Garifo, no relation to the KJG. Happy Father's Day, Matt. There you go, brother. Happy Father's Day. Maddie Mellinger, Christine Friesendorf, Mark Parloni. You didn't step in for that? Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Mark. Thanks, dude. Kenny Halsey, the Scotch drinks for the Shining Wizards. Jay Cop, the big cop of pump. The only thing worth listening to on the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock. Uh, Michael Hammond. Matthew Birch. Uh, yeah, wait, Matthew Birch? Yeah, the, the, the He two, creates for, instrumental music for No, 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 that, that, uh, that's coming, that's coming. Uh, Braden Bergen is LeBron, LeBron collecting James or some shit. Brendan Haney. Kerry Cowling. Ryan Schlong, the man with the biggest schlong in them all. Asian Joe. Big David Henry Bauer III is Pal Antonio Hosserman, makes experimental music. Of course, you know this. Harvestman Records 856.bandcamp.com slash music. Mike Peterson, Rob Humphrey, I Dunk Biscuits, The Daily Smart, thedailysmart.com. They help you find the latest wrestling news along with up-to-the-minute daily podcasts. And don't forget, they deliver YouTube videos to keep you in the loop. My man, roll. And last but not least, Mr. William Mercier. Junior. <clears throat> Lives are gonna be in William Mercer's hands. You know what I mean? Kevin, I do know what you mean, and I know that we've got about 15 minutes. Until it's time for the Can You Beat That Championship to be defended by and our we, champion, Kevin Rogue. And we still have so much to talk about. Well, we might as well get into it. Uh, you have I, it? Are you going to do it or you want me to do it? What, what, what are we doing? What, well, do what are you doing? What do you want? Oh, oh, you're talking about this? Yeah, baby. It's time for the pay-per-view pick extravaganza thing. Impact Wrestling! Kev, what was the name of the pay-per-view? I forgot the guy. <laughs> it's called Slammiversary. It's there we go. Slammiversary. The, the 20th Slammiversary, was it not? Yeah. It's only, this yeah, is like, it's only, it's only the biggest show that they have. Sorry. Sorry, dude. I got a lot of more shit on the mind. You got to understand. A lot of more shit on the mind. A lot of more shit. I'm Italian. That's how we talk. You're wait, not, Kev, you're, my you're favorite great, part. Wait, wait, wait. You? 
Okay, go ahead. What were you saying? Aren't you Greek? Are you Italian? I'm Italian and Polish. Greek. Come on. I thought you were Greek. You know <laughs> All Greek. the waffles. And the gyros. Yeah, well, I, I, I do like a good gyro. I'm not I'm not going to lie. <laughs> the gyro. I'm a Suvaki man it's, myself. It's the gyro Tony. Oh, Jesus. Oh, boo. That's like, like you have like the Chinese New Year's or it's like the year of this and the year of that. It's yes. the year of Tony. Hey, Afonso Nuna. The only thing I could tell you that I know for sure, and I know you watched the pay-per-view. I did watch the pay-per-view. We all kind of just held our ground. I think we all went four and four. Is well, the accurate? picture's scrolling. Tony, 98-47, four for four for the pay-per-view. Kevin, 96-49, two games back. Four for four, and Matt three miles back. Four for four, eighty-seven and fifty-eight. All right, so I have all the I have all the texts, I, and I can't hear. I, I don't know if I can hear you better. Am I am I coming across good? Or You're no? coming across fine. Am I quiet? Do I need to boost? I don't know. Maybe if you maybe How's that? sit that... in the back of your chair. Is that is that good? I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, good. we're good. In. All right, so I have our picks. Okay. Right? So I had Josh Alexander. Well, don't worry about the picks. What were the matches? And then we'll do it that way. All right. So let's let's start. I I did not. I I couldn't figure out how to watch the pre-show. Well, because I, <laughs> I ordered the pay per view, like yeah. I bought it, like I spent the forty bucks to watch Impact because I love Impact Wrestling. Good for you. And I offered if you guys want to go watch it, go ahead. And um, but I couldn't figure out how to watch the pre show because the pre show wasn't included in what I bought. Don't they usually put that on YouTube or some shit? I, I try. I couldn't find it. Unless wow. I'm an idiot, like unless I'm a true legit moron, and and this sucks because your boy Brian Myers was on exactly the ah, son of a. So bitch. I don't even know who won those matches. I think Rich Swan won his match, didn't he? I don't know who won the pre-show matches. I thought it was just one, wasn't it, Rich? Oh, there was a battle royal too, but we the didn't reverse pick it. battle royal. We didn't pick it though. We but... didn't pick that. So oh, uh, Shark Boy won the reverse battle royal. Get out of here! I swear to God, that's what I read. That's what I read. Dude. I'll pull up the results. Give me a second. I, I, I can pull time, up the results man. real quick. But uh, so we all went four and four. And I'll go through. Uh, obviously, we had uh, the main event, which was Josh. Dude, I'll tell you right now, this was a great pay per view. Like, if you just want to watch some good wrestling and watch some fun stuff, this whole show was incredible. And, and I don't, I don't know if people realize how good Josh Alexander is. But he's an incredible talent, and Eric Young too. Let's not. Oh, for sure. But but I mean, yeah. but Josh Alexander, like people knew him as part of the North, you know. And then when when uh, no, when I think I think he shed that. No, but but I'm saying like that was his introduction to uh to he's... to Impact. Right, but he's been around for a long. Oh no, for sure, for sure. But it's it's nice to see that the guy's got the talent for it, and he's given that chance to run with the ball, and he's he's and... a successful champion. And I remember how much we we poo pooed the fact that he won, and then Moose immediately cashed in and beat him, and then, uh, and then we were like, all right, so and then he got hurt, which or he had some sort of worked visa issue or something like that, right? Do you remember that? Yeah, or yeah, he yeah. He wasn't allowed to. He was like posting stuff on Instagram where he was like working at like a a fish skinning company or something in Canada. Which was uh, which was great, but he but he came back and he's a talented dude, man. And again, not giving opinions, but just giving like my thoughts as a fan. It was a great show, man. Like the whole show was good. The Honor No More. All right, so here's what I will say: the Honor No More, 
original stuff got a little nostalgia heavy, which is, I guess, what you wanted to do. And I mean, dude, big, big, uh, big fifth partner for the uh, for the originals. Uh, also, I, listen, I love Davy Richards. He's in great shape. He looks tremendous. He's been a, a friend. He's been great. But I was a little underwhelmed when it comes really? to Really? Yeah, but it, I mean it makes sense for the for the fact that Eddie Edwards is the captain of that team. So Yeah, yeah, true. So Davy Richards should it makes sense storyline wise, but like I guess I was just and it's hard to expect a lot when it comes to impact because it's not like a WWE surprise where it's gonna be like, you know, Stone Cold or like The Rock or you have to like kind of lower your expectations when it comes to the surprises of what they bring you. And I thought, I really thought maybe for a second because AJ Styles did a cameo. And Sting did too, right? And Sting and Kurt Angle. But AJ Styles is the only one that's under contract with WWE. Yeah, but I think, I think over the years, uh, the relationship with Impact and WWE has been like, yeah, we'll let them do this, you know? Yeah, but you, 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 you didn't really see that with them and, and Ring of Honor. You didn't see that with them. And uh, you really, other than just letting them use footage, you really never saw something like this before, I think with impact other than the Christian Ric Flair flip-flop for letting Ric Flair be in the hall of fame. And we'll let Christian show up on your show. I other than that, you haven't really seen this type of stuff. I'm not sure. I'd have to look into it, but I have a feeling they've done this before. Well, outside like said, of the Ric Flair. The Christian, like with- I think it was outside of that though. I think, I think they did something else. I'd have to look into it though. It could just be my memory's a little hazy. I mean, they've let impact has let WWE use their footage. For stuff for I guess if it was Samoa Joe or if it was AJ Styles, yeah. Impact has let them use their stuff, and I think maybe WWE vice versa maybe have have done the same. But other than that, and other than the Ric Flair Christian swap, I really don't think that we've seen. Because do you remember the Ring of Honor show, right? Mm-hmm. And AEW let everyone go and and send their well wishes. Well, then to Ring again. Of Honor. Then again, we also know what the outcome of everything with Ring of Honor and AEW was. That what this was way before that happened. I thought it was the pay per view before that. No, I thought it was the final final battle, wasn't it? If it was, then that's one thing. But the fact that WWE didn't let, I'm sure you, you don't think Seth Rollins would have loved to have sent oh, his for sure for sure. Or, and they and I think they said Kevin Owens. I think said that they wouldn't let him. Yeah. I think is that I think what they said? Right. I think you're right. Yeah, Kevin Owens said that they wouldn't let them, or he just didn't feel right to ask one of the two. Again, we're not reporters. I don't know. Um, but the fact that AJ Styles was able to do this was incredible, and the fact that Sting did it was incredible. I wish they let Jeff. I hope Jeff Jarrett asked to do it. J double F. And if they didn't let him do it, <laughs> Kevin. The microphone just yeah, the microphone just went. Oh no! Needs, well, while Kevin's doing that, let me let me some go. blue chew. That's all right. So we'll go through the matches. So Rich Swan uh, defended and retained against Brian Myers. The Digital Impact Media, whatever. Uh, the Reverse Battle Royal was Shark Boy. Um, we got a new X Division champion in Mike Bailey, who won Ultimate X, which we all got wrong. 
Yeah, we all blew that one. Uh, I think we all got the, the women's tag titles. Rosemary and Ty Valkyrie beat the influence. No, I think Matt picked the win- the influence. Did he not? Oh, did he? I don't know. I don't I don't have that. I got it right there. here. Um, Monsters Ball, Sammy Callahan and Moose. I went with no, Moose. No, he picked he picked Rosemary and Ty. He did. So we all got that. I picked Moose over Sammy Callahan. Of course, Sammy Callahan won. If yeah. I had a chance, I would have taken that back. But I really thought they would have flipped us there because Moose is a former world champion, but whatever. But it's Sammy Callahan's first match back in like. Oh, was it his first match? I'm pretty Shit. sure it was his first Then yeah. I would have won five and three. I'm an idiot. Well, no, uh, I would take back the Honor No More one. Oh, you took Honor No More. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Impact title match. I think we all took the Briscoes. We all ate shit on that one. The Good Brothers won the titles. Um, what else was there? The ten man tag, like we said, the Impact Originals won. Honor no more. Uh, Kevin didn't get that one. Um, what else was there? The Queen of the Mountain match. I think we all lost this one. No. Uh, yeah, I have my pick. It was Chelsea Green because I thought that they would do some sort of weird stuff. And they, to their credit, they played it really well with Chelsea Green and Deanna Peraza being knocked out of the match at the same time. Tony, I don't know if you you haven't watched the show. Watch it. There's a ladder spot where they're both on the ladder. And I think it was Tasha Steeles. It may have been Jordan Graves. I forget. But spilled both Chelsea and Deanna Parazzi while they were on the ladder at the same time yeah. outside the ring onto the tables. So they were like – it was such – that's such good storytelling to me. Because, like, you would think that, like, the, the story would be Chelsea would, like, sneak under the friendship and, you know, try to snake the belt away from uh, Deanna Parazu. But the fact that they were both taken out at the same time yeah. was really, really cool. It was probably the spot of the night for me. So I think I took Tasha Steeles. I think you took Chelsea. You, had, you had Tasha Steeles. And Matt took Mia Yim? No, Matt took Tasha Steeles. Okay, so so nobody won that one. Jordan Grace is your new uh, knockouts champion. Um, let me see. Oh, yeah, and then Josh Alexander versus Eric Young. Uh, and... Tony, I run down every single one of our picks. All right, so mine were Josh Alexander. Well, you'll we take Josh. Josh Al- uh, Chelsea Green, loss. Briscoe's yeah. loss. Ace yeah. Austin, loss. Taya and Rosemary. We all, took, we all took Josh Alexander. We all took the Briscoes. Yeah, Rich Swan. We win. all took Rich Swan, right? Callahan, oh, you took wins. Myers. Yeah. I don't know more. Loss. Yeah. So we all went four and four. We we're all exactly the same. You're two back. Matt's That's nuts. And back. the fact that we all like kind of didn't have all the same picks. Exactly. Is exactly. nuts that we all went four and four. Exactly. Speaking of nuts, let me just bring in our challenger for the evening. Christian Rocco's been sitting in queue for a few minutes as we desperately try to add to this overpacked show as it is. <laughs> Christian, how are you, brother? Good seeing you. I'm doing great, man. I'm living I'm living the time of my life right now. Um, if you don't know, coming up, I'll be wrestling at the 2300, which has been like a goal of mine since I was in middle school. So this is nuts. Getting right in there. And that's, yeah. and that's pretty good for Monster Factory too, right? Yeah, yeah. no, this is crazy. Um, so much big stuff's happened for us. I can't talk about all of it, but like it's it's really nuts. I, I It's crazy to me. I have to pinch myself sometimes Dude. thinking about it. I have to pinch, like, we have to pinch ourselves knowing how long we've known you <laughs> and, like, what this is and the fact that you're still uh, ready, willing, and able to come on and do goofy stuff like this. 
is uh hey oh, this yeah. is not goofy <laughs> you but you know what i mean tony the guy's Kevin, the guy's the guy's got the world on his shoulders look, i mean the, the world ahead of him is what listen, i meant to say let me tell you something i've had enough problems with the committee with bullshit going on as it is i don't need more headaches now that kevin's going kevin's going like like psycho against against the 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 the, the, the aura of what is going to be that <laughs> You're totally missing the point of what I meant. No, listen, it's not me. It's the committee, bro. I have to deal with them. The committee already <laughs> chimed in? <laughs> you idiot. Oh, what do you mean? He, this, this, kid is, this kid's got the brightest future. He was a wrestling fan his entire life, and now he's working the 2300 arena. Like, that's big time stuff right there. I can't, I can't accommodate him for that? The coup de grace would be if he walks out to the ring wearing the Shining Wizards championship. That would be. Oh, yeah. Well, then show us something, Christian. Oh, do I really got to do that. And I'm going to tell you, listen. Wear a shirt. Wear now a shirt. I really got the pressure of the world on my shoulders. Our, wear, our... Wear, wear, at least wear the shirt. Oh, for sure. I got the shirt at my apartment right now. Our, our champion, Kevin Rogue. Oh, look at this. Look at this. He arrives. And uh, right, champ, Tony, how I'll, are I'll we tonight? Hey, good evening, guys. How are you? Uh, I was just I was just telling your your worthy opponent tonight, Mr. Christian Rocco, that uh, Kevin seems to think we are crowning a new champion tonight. I want to get both of your thoughts on that. Well, all right. First of all, Kevin, I got a little bit of a bone to prick with you. Oh what? shit! Here we when go. When do you not? All right, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start off with this. I think you're a swell guy. I enjoy your commentary. I enjoy I enjoy what you do on the show. But paper champion. That's a little out of line. Nope. The other thing, the other thing, that. you go back. When I beat you, I said outright, my strategy was to let you bone yourself. And then you go ahead and say, I had no strategy. That's just, you're just playing wrong, Kevin. You're just, wow. again, I think you're swell. I think you're a wonderful guy. Likewise. But, but you're wrong there, buddy. But you're, can you do something with your framing? Because you're really low, like right there. Like you need to do something. Hey, you don't, you don't tell the champ what to do. Look at that in the back. There you go. There That's you go. Impressive. Yeah. Come on, act like a professional. Act like you've done this before, <laughs> Kevin. All right. Remember you're talking to the champ, Kevin. That's true. That's a very good uh. point. <laughs> Tony, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to have you back, champ. Champ, your your <laughs> opponent, Christian. Christian, uh, the, the one and only Kevin Rogue. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? It's a it's a pleasure to meet you, Christian. Pleasure to meet you too, man. Tony, so nice. take it so away, nice. buddy. I, I love it. I love it. Um I'm just I'm just getting things in order right here. Just give me one second. I now, so sure. so Kevin, go ahead. Yeah. You are clear. Listen, I will cut my losses. I will call a spade a spade. You are a very handsome man. Thank you very much. So you are the better looking Kevin. Ah, yeah. that's that's Boy. what they tell me. That's and, what they tell and me. And Christian's a very handsome man himself. Oh, thank you. Wouldn't take that away from him. <laughs> and Tony is almost a handsome man. No, I take what I can get at these at this age. So I might I, listen. I'm like. I'm I'm a I'm very tired, oh, so boy. like I might be the 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 fourth best looking guy in the screen right now. <laughs> I think Tony I think Tony actually beat me. Oh boy! With the shiny head. All right, oh. never mind the shiny heads. <laughs> are you guys Are you guys ready to have some fun? I think I'm ready always always. Ready. Should I get a pen just in case? A pen for oh you're gonna, all right. So you're gonna play long, Kev? Kev, oh, don't shut him out though. I mean you know you know how it goes. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna interfere, but I will play. Long. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the championship edition of everyone's favorite wrestling game show. Can you beat that? 
Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, your reigning and defending champion, Mr. JJ, Kevin Rogue, will be defending said crown against Stalwart, great friend of the show, challenging for the first time, Mr. Christian Rocco. We're going to start with you, champ. How are you this evening? Couldn't be better. Happy to be here. That's good to hear. Good to hear. And Christian, you've got a... You got a big uh, a big opportunity here on the plate. Challenge I do. I, for the you game. know, I think I can be better. That's the thing. So if I walk away with this championship, I'm going into the 2300 winning. Oh, <laughs> kids got some balls, Kevin. Yeah, dude, he it's... knows what he's doing. Now, now let me explain the, this to you, Christian. I've been oh, champion no. 56 days. Still, no title belt has arrived at my home. So don't, yeah. don't get your, don't get your hopes up, pal. Oh, trust me, I know about all this stuff. Look, I was a uh, tag team champion at the Monster Factory. Cage match still doesn't recognize us as that. <laughs> it's still racking up those days for Golden Era that we beat them. Yeah, and we, we we'd hope to hold the Wizards to a higher standard, but unfortunately, Listen, still no belt. Now we're you guys have a historian. <laughs> You got somebody at the archives, like at uh, the headquarters? Do I got time for that shit, Christian? Come on. <laughs> All right, I know. I'm right on it, somebody. Come on. We've, we've been playing. We've been playing these guys for. We've been playing, playing Christian sh social media on the bottom. So I figured let's get some JJ Rogue up there as we go over the rules of the contest. Uh, of course, this is a back and forth uh, contest that we run. Uh, for each question, there are a certain number of answers. Uh, the challenger will control the board, and the challenger will have the opportunity to pick one of two categories, and then the question will be revealed. And then it's up to the challenger to let us know how many correct answers he can give us. And then it flips over to the champion, and he will let us know if he can beat that or if he's going to let the challenger play the board. Whoever gets to play the board must answer each and every question correctly for as many answers as they said they would provide. If they miss just one, they will lose the point. And first person to two wins. And if we got a 1-1 tie after two questions, batten down the motherfucking hatches! The third question sucks. <laughs> they all suck. They only suck when um, you lose, Kev. That's right. <laughs> Christian, since you are the challenger, I will give you the two categories and the possible number of correct answers, and you will get to choose, and then I'll give you the question. All right, sweet. First topic is called Pretty Good Summer. That has 14 possible answers. The other topic, Double Divas, 10 possible answers. You know, I'm going to go Double Divas. I'm going to challenge myself here. Wow. Double Divas. Mr. Christian Rocco, the challenger, your question. Since the Elimination Chamber in 2019 to the present day, the WWE has crowned 10 tag teams as the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. We need both members of each team for a correct answer to count. And there are 10 of them. How many can you name? There Take your time. Altogether. There are 10 altogether. You can ask questions for clarification before sure. you give us a number. Same same goes for Kevin. What are you thinking, Kevin? Let's hear what you have to say. Oh, can't do that. You gotta you gotta play the game. Uh I'll I'll say five for now. Wow. Challenger jumping right in says he can name five of the ten. And Kevin's microphone breaks again. 
Five of the ten tag teams that have won the WWE Women's Championship. Now, this is the current iteration. This is not from the 80s with the jumping bomb angels. There's no Lilani Kai on the screen, so this is the current oh, iteration. The jumping bomb angels weren't around in 2019. I'm just I'm just clarifying. Trying to help I just, his brother out. I just want to say he's he's back there busting my fucking nuts about being a professional. Listen to his microphone. Dude, it was held up by duct tape. You don't even know what happened before the show started. Professional. You were talking about mine. I was going to say. No, you got a Yeti, bro. You're good. Uh, you sound clear. McCarthy's Law. Everything that went wrong went wrong. Oh, this is more recent. I don't do so hot at. You said five? He said five. Remember, there's, there's ten possible there's answers. Ten. Yeah. This is interesting. Christian came out of the gate hot with this one. He's pretty confident. Well, that's good. I only know what I know, man. That's been my strategy the entire time. Listen, it's worked well for you. Fifty-six days is nothing to sneeze at. Absolutely. Nothing to sneeze at at all. So right now, I know I have four. Okay. And that's 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 not going to get it done. Uh, so I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you go. All right, Christian, before you start answering double divas, since the elimination chamber, 2019, there have been 10 tag teams that have won the WWE women's tag team championship. I will need the member. I will need both members of each team for the point to count. Gotcha. Remember, you need to answer all five to get the point. You miss one point goes to the champ. All right. Whenever you're ready. All right, I think I've been there for some of these, so I'm going to try and remember some of them. Whenever you're ready. All right, so it's Sasha and Bailey, right? Sasha and Bailey is one. All right. Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. That's two. Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley. That is three. The Iconics. The Iconics makes four. One more and you earn the point. I know Natalia won at some point. <sighs> Natalia and Tamina. Natalia and Tamina makes five. Christian Rocco gets the point. Yes. Now, champ, I'm curious. Who did you have written down? So as soon as he started, I added Nikki and Alexa. Okay. Uh, Shayna and Naya. Shayna and Naya is also a team. Yes. Good I had I had Sasha and Bailey. I had the Iconics, but I couldn't think of both their names. That's okay. The Iconics so, is covered. That's fine. Okay. Um, that Dana and Mandy. No. Naya, no Dana. No, I think you maybe think of like Dana Liv Morgan, but I don't think they ever held them either. Okay. Yeah, yeah newer stuff, man. Yeah, I'm not like for for whatever reason I see Dana with the belt, but I don't. Uh... Well, twenty four seven belt maybe. Shiny... Oh yeah, yeah, not that, yeah, not not that one. <laughs> so shiny wizards, Kevin. What about you? Did you have any of the other teams? I had all the five that uh, that Christian uh, named. Literally. All okay. The five. Well, Bukaki on all three of you because Sasha Banks and Naomi, who have been in the I news lately, just about to say that too. I was we're like, also oh. on the list. 
Uh, what Carmella about the Bellas? And, Were the Bellas Carmella there? and Queen Zelina. Nah. No, the Bellas are not there. Uh, the Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and Kairi Sane. Oh, and and Asuka and Charlotte were also former tag team champions. So How about uh, Vince and John Laurinaitis? Well, I heard it's vacant right now. Yeah, that's TBD. <laughs> Christian Rocco coming out hot. He's got the first point. But oh, champ, oh, baby. Oh. Champ, this one might be a little more in your wheelhouse. This one's called Pretty Good Summer. Champ. 14 SummerSlam question written all over it. 14 men have won the Intercontinental Championship at the pay-per-view event affectionately known as SummerSlam. 14 men have won the Intercontinental title at SummerSlam. How many can you name? And take your time, work it out. Let me know when you're ready to give us a number. Tony, can I chime in? Oh, no. what, what are you going to chime in no, with? I, I no, it, never mind. Never mind. Right. I don't need you swaying the contestants here. We're not talking about... Hey, you know what? Never mind. No, we're not talking first-time winners. And... <laughs> we're not talking about how many times they won. It just it's No, if first. they won the title at SummerSlam, gotcha. then they're an answer to the question. Copy. It's like it's like the last list. So just as an example, Sasha Banks and Bailey were two-time champions. They count as one. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, two-time champions. Count as one. That's the way the game works. I could not find that. Will you? Alexa, shut up. Jesus. Why is she getting involved in my shit? Oh, boy. <laughs> Bitches be crazy. Did, did, I don't understand. Like, the, the stupid thing doesn't work half the time, and the next thing you know, she's okay. like. <laughs> it works when you have no interest in having it working. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I even forget the thing is down here half the time. It just sits there doing yeah, Why nothing. do you have Alexa in your basement? Because I bought my wife the Echo with the screen, and that we keep in the living room. So I, I disconnected this one. I said, ah, why not? I just put it down here. You know. I miss the studio. Yeah, I kind of do too. Well, you're there. Yeah, but it's it's me. It's like my basement. It's not the studio. How it's the studio? How are the eight by tens looking? See <sighs> them? No, I took a lot of them off the Tony, wall. Tony, you know what I'm gonna do? What are you gonna do, Kevin? I, while these guys think about the answers to their questions. I am going to be in Baltimore this weekend uh -oh. for a major event. Oh, does this mean like the major brothers? Yeah, but oh, you know who's going to be there? Uh, Johnny Gargano. And I'm ooh. going and I'm going to get him to sign the, the the a photo of the picture of him wearing the shirt. Oh, that's awesome. It can't be an 8x10. It has to be a 5x7. Why? Because I guess it's unless you can do something better, it's it's it wouldn't be pixelated. It would be too blurry. Ah, because it's like it's an old it's an old photo. This is the blue and white shirt. So we're going like yeah, that's ten that's years back. Old. Yeah, that's so, a long time ago. So it's gonna be a five by seven. I'm gonna I'm gonna get him to sign it. All right. I think it'd be a cool, nice little nugget for us. Champ, how are we making out? We doing okay over there? Uh, I got six so far. Okay. Are you gonna go with six, or do you need a do you need another minute? No, I'm not going to hold anyone up. Uh, oh. oh, look at you. <laughs> I'll, say, I'll, I'll say six. Look at the nice guy. Christian, Kevin says he can name six of the 14. Question to you, sir. Can you beat that? Let's give it a try. I'll go seven. Christian Rocco coming back with seven. Let's see. 
Well, no, you don't start yet. Now, Kevin's yeah, got he has a chance. Back. Now, does he no, have a chance to say more than I'll seven? Or no? yeah, of course. Okay. Kev, first day. Are we, we allowed to give the yep. same ones? What do you mean? No, no. Whoever gets control of the board is the one gotcha. that answers it. All right. That's it. Champ, I'm a little nervous. Christian doesn't know the rules, and he's already <laughs> no, up no. nothing. Funny, like, Christian would come to our tables and answer every single trivia question that we ever had. Always, always. And he would answer them correctly. <laughs> so oh, seven, seven's a seven's a big number for this one. You know, I and I of, off the top of my head, I can't think of three. That's uh, and I don't, I don't want to let all my fans down. I did get some uh, some emails and some messages today saying, "Don't let this kid take the belt." Always taking it. Well, that'd be I'm, difficult to do, considering Matt never sent you the belt to begin with. That's a really good fucking point, isn't it? <laughs> You know it's disappointing because Kevin never got the belt. Now you never got the belt. I got my own belt. I don't need. I don't need that Fugazi belt. <laughs> Your belt is a good belt, by the way. Yeah, it's in the laundry basket, <laughs> right where it belongs. Yeah, <laughs> it's over there. In with all the shit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, the 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 strategy has never failed me to this point. Ooh. So are you telling whoa, me? Whoa, 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 Kevin, with with your with your smug smirk it's over there. It's not like, a strategy. Let, let me remind you that it's I not a strategy. Stop calling it a strategy. It's, it's not what it a strategy. Is. It's what it is. <laughs> it's just it's just an option. Again, I only know what I know, and I don't have to prove to anybody <laughs> how big my dick is. <laughs> it's the only option, though. Uh, I will, uh, Chris, and I will. I will let you run with seven. He's Christian, gonna get it. All right. All right. he's gonna get it. Christian for the for, for match point here. Oh, get this. Uh oh. No, oh. Uh, no, go ahead. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no, the stress of can you beat that takes another one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and I'm a little thrown off here with double T gone. He usually he's usually here to really pump me up, right? <laughs> yeah, he he needed a night off. Yeah. <sighs> He didn't. He didn't want to be here for this. He's like, I can't. I, I can't deal with the pressure. He, he, he didn't want to be a part of the best show ever. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. I don't know if you guys were listening earlier, but but. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Amazing guests. Amazing. Yeah. It's been a wonderful um, show. All right, but back to brass tacks, Christian. The topic was pretty good. Summer. Fourteen men have won the IC. Actually, fourteen competitors. Yeah, fourteen people have won the IC title. At SummerSlam. You said you can name seven. I can name whenever, seven. I think I whenever, can name seven. Whenever you're ready. All right. Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon is one. British Bulldog, 92. British Bulldog is two. All right. Brett. Brett makes three. Oh, my, my, my favorite, of course, Edge. Edge is four. That's four. All right. Which uh, summer slams did he win? At? Uh, I think 2001, right? Yeah. Nice. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior, 1988 yeah. and 1989. Totally forgot about that. That's five. Five, right? Yep. Two more. This is nut crunching time. This is. Austin. Austin is six. 
Yes. So I was, he broke his neck. I was at that one and I totally forgot about it. I was there too. I, so I, did I. I forgot as well. I was at I was literally there with a Canadian with this Canadian flag behind me. Oh, fuck <laughs> off with your flag. I was there. And you were almost on a movie. Who gives a shit? I was almost on a movie, you jerk. <laughs> that no Luke Hawks, sir. I know Luke Hawks, that is true. Oh shit. Christian, you've got six, brother. You need one more. One more. Come on, man. Trying to think of like SummerSlams I've been at because I know the titles changed. Fucking humble brag over here. I know, right? No, it's <laughs> I not a humble that brag. It's just he, yeah, it is. That, that was fucking Shining Wizards Kevin Eskin. No, it's not a brag. If he's you know, I've been to a few of the SummerSlams. What do you want to All right, you idiot. <laughs> I've been to a couple SummerSlams, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How is that a brag? It doesn't I've been work to a million me, hockey games and basketball games. It's what you do. Oh, wait. What am I thinking? Didn't Triple H win it at SummerSlam, too? Is that your answer? I know for a fact Rollins won it at SummerSlam. I'm going to go with that. Seth Rollins. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, 2-0. Oh, Holy shit. You were, you were right on both. Yeah, oh, I, I, I could have sworn it was the ladder match, right? Yeah, it was a ladder match with The Rock. Yes. God diggity damn, dude. I got to know, uh, Kevin, what yeah. what what made you panic after you gave the play to Christian? What what went through your head? Uh, just remembering bull, bull, Bulldog. I fuck, like As soon as I said I'm going to pass, I went first one I thought Bulldog. Yeah. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, China. Yes, China is number yeah. uh, two thousand. Yes, I knew I knew that immediately when someone uh, when uh, Tony kind of tipped his hand and said competitors. Kind of. She mean, yeah, she was on my list prior to. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. Anybody yeah. else? Texas tornado. Kerry Von Eric, nineteen ninety. Oh, that was in Philly too, wasn't it? I'm sure. I'll take I your word so. for it. Were, were, you there, were you there, Kevin? Were you there? I was there, <laughs> and I brought this Canadian flag that I got in nineteen ninety seven. I brought to the 1990s. Is that the one that Shawn Michaels fucking wiped his undercarriage with? <laughs> uh, dude, after 98 and 99, it just, I, I have no recollection of other pay-per-views that aren't Royal Rumble. I, I'm not far off from that. Once you, once you get like up into 2000, like post attitude era, my mind just goes to complete shit. It all blends together. Yep, absolutely. There are so many yeah, more that's pay-per-views. That's what I grew up on. What's that, Chris? That's what I grew up on. So a lot of those I should remember. But there's just I think it's because there's so much wrestling compared yeah. to then. Yeah. You got three hour rolls that come like a decade later too. And they're like I can't remember what and, happened last and, week. And but. at that time the Raws were just as valuable as the pay-per-views. Like, yeah. Like, the Raws, you could see a title change at a Raw anytime you could see yeah. a title change on a pay-per-view. So it was they were both equally significant at that in that era. So Wait a this second. Was a, you, that was a good question, T Doc. Christian, you grow up on this stuff. You look like you're about 19 years old. I, I don't know if that can be true. <laughs> I'm 22. Yeah, there you go. Pretty Same cool. difference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I'm trying. Like, the first one I thought sprout. was Bulldog. That was the first one that came to me. It's the biggest that was, shit we've ever done. That's the one that I went, oh, shit. And then as soon as I, I remembered Bulldog, then a couple more, more came in. But yeah. Man, it's, uh, 56 days is a great run. Well, there's. <laughs> There's four more possible answers. Anybody else want to take a? Ah, oh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm gonna so throw Jer- Jericho out there. Jericho is not on the list. So what about a, what have... about a Benoit? No, no Benoit. We have the Warrior, the Texas Tornado, Bret Hart, British Bulldog, Razor Ramon, Austin, Triple H, China Edge, and Seth Rollins. 
I'm missing four. You got a little, uh, we already said Triple H. Yep. I'm trying to go through like all of them in my head. Well, HBK retained. Yeah. HBK did not win the title at some point. Kevin Nash against uh, 94 SummerSlam? Nope. Nope. With nope. Razor Hayden? Ramon won the belt in 94. So did we say Razor Ramon? Yeah. yeah. Oh, did okay. Jared? Jeff Jarrett, Jared. 1999. I was going to say, yeah. And did he lose to China in 2000? Was that when yes, he had his Before he line? left, right? Yeah. yeah. The housekeeping match or whatever the hell the gimmick was. Yeah. Yeah. Three more. Jeff, who did Jeff Jarrett beat in 1999? Was it Mark Henry or like D'Lo Brown or something? Probably. I think. I think that or was X-Pac. Right. Who, like who was it? Maybe it was X Pac. I don't know. I, I don't. Like, the, actually, the, the Rock. Is the Rock one of them? Uh, the Rock is not one of them. So, and sorry for my burps. I had double garlic tonight. You dinner. are Tony. You burp every week. It's okay. It's all right. I, kind of accustomed to it at this point, man. Yeah. So how many were missing now, T Dog? No, didn't Jared? Wait. Three. Jared became the. Inner Euro champion there. Yeah, I thought didn't he had both, and then he gave one to like Mark Henry. At Jeff the Jarrett of- beat D'Lo Brown for both belts, and yes, they handed off the exactly European title yeah. to Mark Henry. Yep. Um, you guys give up or are you thirsty? No, no, for no. More? I'm thirsty yeah, for more. Really what thinking about era though? Are we talking about- attitude and beyond? Yeah. It has to be more recent ones then. Those yeah, are the then ones well, if you think about it, we had title changes in 88, 89, 90, 91, 92, 94, right. 97, 98, 99, 2000, and 2001. So the last three are past that. So let's think about when they made the Intercontinental champ, The Miz? Nope. Miz was okay. going to be my guess, too. About, Wade uh, Barrett? Nope. Like a Santino Morella. Santino Morella, two thousand eight. <laughs> I wouldn't have even thought of that. Um, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler, two thousand fourteen. Just got to name the people that have won it a million times. But that's what times. I'm talking about. Up to, <laughs> up to two thousand two, if you were the IC Jericho. champ at SummerSlam, you were fucked. Yeah, I was Cody Rhodes. Jericho. Cody Rhodes. No. Our no. truth. No. As a matter of fact. This person is like the last in that streak from 1988 to 2002. Shelton Benjamin? Nope. Did Drew McIntyre? Nope. I'm thinking. Not at SummerSlam. Sheamus? Nope. Mm. Oh, Rob Van Dam? Rob Van Dam. That was nicely done. I'm kind of kicking myself in the pants because I think if I would have if I would have taken more time, I might have I might have done much. Well, better. Well, here's what Tony does: he puts a lot of pressure on thinking that there's a lot of time, and it's, with these kind of games, no, there should listen, be no time. No, no I, he 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 offered me more time. I, I said did. I don't want to hold up the show. I said, do you need time? And he was like, yeah. nope, let's move on. So, yeah. Yeah, but like three minutes for fifty years is tough. Nah, it's a hey man, I was champ for fifty six days. It's time to let some young kid come in, right? <laughs> Let me pass the torch a little bit here. I'm tired. I'm tired. Dude, Kevin, when I tell you when we would do when we would do our our vending events and we would go to these shows, yeah, Christian, tremendous wrestler, would be the kid that would answer all of our trivia questions, and would nail them every single time. So I do, I do want to read one thing that I was sent uh, from from a fan that said they said kick ass tonight. 
and fuck this young gun ringer they're bringing in. <laughs> Jesus. He is a ringer. I will say that. That's a great yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. I'll look, take it. Look, I don't think he was a ringer. It's just that the champ tried his strategy tonight, oh. and it didn't pay off. It Dude, is the it questions is. he knew when he was like 12, we didn't know the answers to. Oh, yeah, well. Yeah. But, but he was 12 in 2015, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I, you know what? It's a shame we're not getting there because I am curious to see how the the tiebreaker question would have played out. But that's a question that will be submitted for yeah, you future consideration. Okay. I have to bank tiebreakers because tiebreakers are just fucking nut crunchers. <laughs> yeah. We used to we used to have fun with them, but I'm like, no, nah, I gotta I gotta keep something in the bank. Besides, no, it's hard to come up with these kind of questions. Anyway. And you know what? The committee already pr- approved that question, so that's one less thing I have to send to them for the next time we play. Smart, <laughs> smart, stay out of it, man. And listen, Kevin, you are a formidable champion. Your name will always be in consideration to return to the show. Hey, the thank you. Hey, I'm not getting his rematch for Ryan. Right? And, and I, no, no rematch clause. The, the no committee's rematch already committee's already uh, laid down the groundwork as far as that goes. The but, rules but, have been made. But Christian, that doesn't mean that you will never see Kevin Rogue playing. Can you beat that again? Well, I'm sure I'll as see part of this again. platform. Yeah, Christian, you're a hell of a knowledgeable young man. Thank you. Thank just, you. just, just wait until you get older, because you know, it's gonna, the shit's gonna turn to mush, man. <laughs> Trust me, I just got a concussion. I thought it would turn to mush. Um, no, oh, jeez, it's, it's so funny too. At uh, at the Monster Factory where I trained, it became a big thing. My my nickname there became um, Encyclopedia Brown because they could come to me with any like trivia or like, oh, what was the SummerSlam where so and so did what and what, and they come to me all the time. We actually do like trivia nights sometimes, and I always smoke everyone. There was one I got wrong that I was so pissed about. I couldn't remember the name of the Impact players. Justin Collins. I know. I felt what? so bad. I was like, oh, my God. I was having a brain fart. So, Man. Let me ask you this. When they called you Encyclopedia Brown, did you know what Encyclopedia Brown was? <laughs> sure, sure. Come on. My knowledge expands far from just wrestling. I'm a big movie and like uh, music buff too. That's one thing everybody always commends me on too. Yeah, I used to. I used to have that. I used to have the guy. I used to be the same guy. I used to be the guy <laughs> they ask questions to. Man, enjoy it. Enjoy it now. That's, yeah. that's what I'll say. Enjoy it now. Well done, boys. Well this done. is like this is like Bruno passing on the torch to like Bob Backlund or yeah, like, really, really or like Tim Storm passing on the tr- to uh, Nick. Oh my Aldis. God! You go to Bruno's. <laughs> <laughs> or like Vern Gagne passing on the torch to Otto Vons. <laughs> I love Tim Storm. This is hysterical. Uh, Congratulations uh, to our new champ, Christian Rocco. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations, Congratulations. Congratulations. To, our, to our former champion, Kevin Rogue. Always a pleasure thank you talking thank to you. Thank you very sir. much. Yeah, always, my pleasure. I, I appreciate you guys very much. Christian, so thank fun, you man. again. Don't hold your breath about actually receiving the belt because Matt's an <laughs> asshole. And uh, I guess oh, good night, boys. It's <laughs> I'm going into the 2300 with it. If we can, if if Matt knows how to go back to the post office, then we can get that done. They probably probably wouldn't let me walk out. At here. least the shirt. <laughs> I I planned on defending the title in a match myself, and the the belt still never came. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, See, yeah. This is if we can't get it to, to Kevin, we can't get it to you. I have to submit I have to submit a grievance to the commission because this is some this is some bullshit. <laughs> committee. Committee, commission. I'm tired. Commissioners. It's been a long day. I've been talking you for three did, hours. I normally don't do that on the show. <laughs> three hours. It's been two it, like, hours. Leans off a little bit. <laughs> <sighs> All right. 
We love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Kevin, really Christian, thank you guys for coming out. Thank this you, was thank awesome. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Kevin, Christian. It was a pleasure, man. It was a pleasure meeting you. Congratulations. Thank you so much, and same to you. All right, now thank get you. the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. See you, guys. Get out of here, Christian. You're still here. Oh, okay. Dude, you know what? Christian swept it, but I think that was a fair contest. It was a fair contest in terms of your questions, for sure. I, I mean, I think so. But Christian, I knew immediately that Christian Look, was... I mean, I, I mean <laughs> Kevin, Kevin played his strategy. Unfortunately, he came up against somebody who actually knew something about something. And No, what, 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 so what, I don't? Well, in fairness, Ric Flair. Um... Well, that was a mis- that was a error. It was a mental error as opposed to not knowing. Yeah, but th- but that's the game, man. That's the pressure, you know. Like well, you here... may you may have gotten like six more right, but just that one. That's all. It I'll takes. tell you what the game is. Oh. His his thank you. Sorry. His um his his thing isn't a and with all I say this with all due respect because I love Kevin and he he's become a great friend of the show. And a great ally and a, and a great talent in his own right. It's not a strategy. It's an option. Like it's sometimes it, it's, it's not what you plan to do, but it's only what you have to do at that point. You know what I'm saying, Tony? True. True. So like he didn't go into it saying, Oh, I'm going to lay out and let him try to get six. I just can't get six. So I'll lay out. It's yeah. an option. And and it and it works for him. So God bless oh, him. Oh jeez, yeah, God bless him. You know he's pissed off. You're calling him out. You're gonna wait until I'm gone for this, Kevin. Yeah, I that's... said it to him while he was there. Yeah, no, you know what? You know what, former champ. Um, I gotta I gotta agree with Kevin on this one. He is blowing smoke up your ass. And but look, I literally said it to his face on this podcast tonight. Oh shit! It was a good match. I enjoyed it. Was, it was it was very entertaining and it was very good. It was it was a fight. People they, they they were in the trenches, baby. And you know what I like? They came out, they respected each other. You know, after all was said and done, Kevin was gracious, so was Christian. Dude. Although although he was starting a little bit with the bragging at the end, you know. Who it was? Christian. But that's what did he say? Well, he was like, you know, trivia night. I answered this and I answered this. Oh no, I don't think he meant anything by that. I'm sure he did. <laughs> well, no, but Tony, we've known him since he was a kid. So that, that doesn't, like, to me, like, that doesn't affect me in the way of, like, another, like, braggadocious person. Like, no, to no, me, like, just, that. Kev, we're just having fun. Come on. Oh, I know. But, you know, I was also trying to have fun, and you just killed it. So well, thanks. you killed my fun, so fuck you. Wait, wait, what, what's your fun, Tony? What's your fun? Have fun. My fun was trying to make Christian out to be a heel. But he's not a heel. He's a good guy. Yeah, but they don't know that. Is he a heel in wrestling? Listen, I have to point out these inconsistencies to make people go, yeah, fuck that kid. No. I yeah. will not let you do that to him. Ah, ah. Kevin, you can ah. do that to him. Now, Kevin, Kevin that. despite how much I like him, is very hateable. Wow. You're going to say right. that after he's gone, dude. Yeah, we I'll might have it. to have him come back next week for whatever. Just... Let him be the, let him fill in for Matt next week. Oh, does Matt need another week off? We should, man, we, should, man. we should text Matt tomorrow. Tell him to take another week off. <laughs> oh, All right, Tony, what do you want? This is, 
I'm having so much fun, so I don't even know what you want to do right now. If you want to roll, I'll roll. I, if you, you know want to hang, I'll hang. I, 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 I don't. Honestly, Kev, Vince McMahon, I don't really give a shit. Yeah. Like, I I'm really don't you. care. Who cares? The yeah. only thing is, look, if it turns out that he invested company money, like if he used company money to pay this woman off, then he's in trouble. And if he didn't, he didn't. Who gives a yeah. shit? Yeah, he's Vince I, McMahon. We all know how scummy he can be, so there's no fucking point in arguing. All right, so I think the argument would only be that he's not a good guy, right? No, like, I, I I think genuinely he he's a good guy in certain. All right, yeah, all right. So that was definitely unfair for me to say. No, no, it's, no, it's it's fair based on what we've heard and what we know. I think that's fair. I mean, look, we had all the shit with 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 Jimmy Snuka, all the shit with um. With uh, with 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 all the the ring boys and all that stuff. Yeah. The the shit with the fucking ring announcer. What the hell was his name? Mel Mel something or other. You know what I'm talking remember. about. The the guy that they can't even show on TV anymore. They had to fucking edit him out of everything. What the? Is fuck he a white guy? Nope, the black dude. They they can't show him what? Oh, they don't that, show that guy him. Was great. Yeah, but but he got in trouble for diddlings and stuff like that. So oh, he he. Oh, the ring announcer got. In trouble for dealing? Mel Phillips, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought Mel Phillips went down he, for some shit. Oh, I, yeah, then, then never mind. Then take him off then. Forget about it. I, I didn't know that. Here. But uh, it's... Yeah, Mel... Um, what you recall? Mel Phillips was involved in that Ring Boy scandal. That's all you need to know. Not getting into Okay, it, I thought that he... Know. All right, so when you said that, I thought maybe he was like a victim of it, but I didn't realize he was the older person doing it. No, but there's always been stories. Like there was that, that the first woman referee in the WWF, Rita Marie or whatever the hell her name was back in the 80s. She even claimed that they did shit to her. Yeah, like, you know what You know what makes me sick is that every week we have to actually like... Yeah. Think that we have to talk about stuff Which like is kind of why like I... Whatever. Yeah, we don't have to talk about it. I mean... All you need to know is that Vince McMahon's being investigated. Stephanie McMahon is now the interim CEO of WWE. Nick Khan probably still has his position, whatever whatever he does. And we have to wait for this investigation to finish. Now, because yeah. it's it's and, all and because here's it's the a thing, though. It's not like it's not like a criminal invest. It's it's they're investigating their own well, boss. Like, uh, but I mean, it could be criminal. Like, it could be 100%. if they find out. That he did, then they use will turn what money. they find over to. Yeah, the and if something doesn't smell right, and the authorities want to question it, then they can. But this is all for the board to be, dude. Fiduciary duty to the shareholders. That's what it is. They have to make sure everything's on the up and up. That's yeah. that's what it is. Because, dude, you plunk your money down and you buy just one share of WWE. They owe you a duty to make sure that they're trying to do the best for you to make money on your return. If, now, business decisions. If things go bad on a business decision, well, it's a business decision. Yeah. But if your boss is fucking taking money out of the kitty to pay off some fucking some woman that he was slepping with, yeah, yeah, don't. You know what I'm saying? No, don't. You can't it's do that. not. It's not demeaning the woman like that. She's. It's probably a very no. Nice... It's not demeaning the woman, but you know, he paid her off. And the whole question is, did he use company funds? Right. If so, that's that's basically where we come from right now. Everyone, a lot of people cheat, right? Like people yeah. cheat on their wives. Yeah, and, and it's people, not a good and, thing. And, and a lot of famous people pay them to not mention it. And it's not a good thing. It is not. It's dude, don't cheat on your wife and don't pay people off. Like, don't get into that situation. 
Yeah, ideally, but if you if that's your only choice, if you and if you're using if that's your only option to make sure that this doesn't get out, then use your own money. Now, if he used, like you said, if he used WWE money, yep. Oh, mama. The only other thing that people got pissed off about, which fucking cracked me up, is when he came out on SmackDown and said that, which is then now forever together, and he walked away and everybody cheered for him. And like, yeah, what were people expecting him to do? Come out and say, like, yeah, I paid him off and this. No, he's not going to do I, that. You know what? That's in hindsight, that's not a bad thought to have, but I thought he was going to say more than what he did. But it was like the the cliche Vince McMahon, like, like when like when COVID ended and uh, or not ended, but when they had a full arena for the first time, he was like, "Where the hell you been?" Like it's cliche Vince McMahon one line, like thing to like not say anything, but say something at the same time. Yeah, kind of like we're all in this together or some shit. Now, look, Ryan, here's what and I, real, I, real real quick. I just want to get him on this. Ryan, if he uh, he came out tonight on Raw. Can you just give us a quick yeah. what he said? What just did he say in Raw, Ryan? Yeah, just let us know. I'm sorry. Go back to your point. But like when um, I, I, I saw a deep cut, which I think was Cage Side Seat, said that he was making a threat to the people accusing him, saying that we're in this together, meaning that if we're together, then you have crosses to bear as well, board of directors. Ah, people really dug deep. Like Dude, It was... I'm telling you, it was the most astute thing that I saw. And I think that if, if I don't think like said that, or I think it was Katie, I don't know the source, so I'm sorry. I don't know if McMahon's got the balls to do something like that. I think he, I think he challenged, I agree. So the big announcement, according to Ryan Sullivan, he announced Cena next week. Oh, which we already knew. Yeah. Right. You know, I guess. John Cena's coming like, back, pal. Hey, next week, John Cena. The only creepy thing in this about the whole thing, not not even so much that he had an affair, whatever. He's yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah. They passed him off to fucking John Laurinaitis. Like, like, was he like? That's creepy. Hey, boss, let me get in on this. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh. Hey, the Be- Bellas, you're not here. All right, I'm gonna have what? Rosa Mendez, you're still here. All right. Hey, can you show us your hiney? God, disgrace! I I, I feel it's like I would hope that if we had somebody that we could hire to delete some of the stuff we just said, I would love it. But what delete? We said creeps. Yeah, whatever. He's a fucking creepo. He's an. He's a, but we've known this, dude. Like we've known this. This is nothing new. I guess you're right. I mean, the only thing that the only thing that they really confirm now is that him and Linda have not really been together for a right. while. Right? They haven't they haven't been lived, living together for like ten years. It is what it is. I mean, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I don't look. Like, I'm not this doing isn't even like a again. job of like of people to talk about. Like, I mean, is... people's families. It is what it is. The only thing is, Vince McMahon's a public figure and he's a CEO of a company, and there's a question about funds. That's it. That's all there is to it. Yeah. That's all there is to it. Until the story changes, that's all there is to it. I agree. Yeah. Kev, that's all I got to say about that. I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about, but I'm talked out tonight, brother. 
I think we had a fucking great time, brother. We had an amazing time. And look at this. We had two guests. We played a game. We did some of the wrestling talks. And we got, it's like two, oh, under two and a half. Oh, go ahead. I, I do want to, I, I will touch on Rampage and AEW while we have the opportunity because these are still a couple minutes left. Sting came back. And was Sting, he gone? Well, he was, he was out for a little bit. He came back and, uh, was he hurt? Did he have surgery? Was there something going on with him? No, he was just gone for a little bit. Oh, but he came back and, uh, and just made an appearance on Rampage and Rampage is, mm-hmm. I watched like I watched SmackDown. I watched all SmackDown. I watched all AEW Dynamite. I watched all Rampage. I watched Slammiversary. I got a home. I got my my wrestling fill in, baby. Damn. So, and then I Damn. I did watch NWA too, which we don't. I watched a little NWA. I watched yeah, a little USA. But, I didn't get to watch Power from last week, but yeah. I'll get but what are you gonna do? I mean, it's two and a half hours. I had a busy weekend, man. What yeah. Are, what are, you know? It is. I am blaming is. you. We all busy. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Well, I guess we could do what Matt always does, where we uh, do, do, plug do, our uh, socials. Yeah, do you have the, do you have the banner? Is the banner here somewhere? Uh, I don't even know. Let me see. Oh yeah, here we go. This will make Matt happy. We are the Shining Wizards. Oh, that's right. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We're on TikTok. I don't. I guess we are. Please don't go to our TikTok channel, but go everywhere else and search at Wizards Podcast, <laughs> YouTube.com slash The Shining Wizards. Uh, slash shining wizards as well. I'm trying, man. I'm trying so hard to get designers. I can't get anything to work for what. So, if you're a designer, I want because I want to make shirts, yeah. So, if you're a designer and if you're listening to this right now, or if you know a designer, please hit me up and let me know what the commissions are and what they would appreciate uh, getting their name out there on this show. That's- yeah, I need a T Donks Bar and Grill shirt. I don't understand where that came from. T Donks, why, why just not T Donk? Why T Donks Bar and Grill? I, I maybe we were talking about like bar shirts or something. And I just want you. I want. I just want a T with a Donk with your face on the head of the Donk. No, I would love a T Donks Bar and Grill because I think anybody could wear it. They don't even have to be a wrestling fan. Okay, fair enough. No one needs your face on their shirt. Yeah, who wants my face? Yeah. I mean, we got to oh, show up Matt's face, and who fucking wants that? Nobody. Oh, God. That was a great shirt, by it's the way. It's a great uncle... shirt, but nobody bought it. Who wants an Uncle Creepy shirt? No one bought any of our shirts. I No, that's not true. That's not true at all. Well, no, when we were... Ah, you're right. You're right. Follow me, at Kevin Garifo, on Twitter, at Shining Wizards Kevin on Instagram, at Wizards Podcast on Instagram. At Wizards Podcast on Twitter. Apparently, we're on TikTok. Uh, so, thank you very much, everyone, for. Oh, and I think next week we have Bryce Donovan. We do have Bryce Donovan, the Creative Pro Champion. I believe he just won some more uh, gold, so I have to follow up on that. But I believe he wants some uh, some new hardware. So Bryce Donovan will be with us next week. I will follow up with him tomorrow. So. What are we doing next week? Is it, is next week a down the aisle? Is next week? You know what? Fuck that. Whatever it is next week, tune in. It'll be good. It'll be great. Listen, we're always a good time, and we appreciate those that stick around with us. So, and if we had to pay you off, we would not be using company funds. No, we don't. Yeah, because we don't. We don't. That's we don't, what we do. We that's have, all we, we don't do. have company funds. Well, if we did, we wouldn't use them anyway. Yeah, that's right. Whatever. Cool. I, I I try. You did well, Tony. This is a I, great time. I, dude, two man army never disappoints. 
congratulations once again to Christian Rocco. Thanks for uh, for Jay Spade and Luke Hawks for joining us tonight. Don't forget Wildcat Sports. The X-rated show is Saturday. Fifty tickets. Walk up. Be there in Nolens. Wildcat Sports. Com to get all the information and all that jazz. And I'm done, Kevin. I'm, I'm done. I'm tired. out. Tired. Whatever. I guess I have to press this button for this. So this yeah. way nobody could see our ugly mugs. How do I get that fucking banner to disappear? That's annoying. I don't know. Hey, let I'm me try that. Oh, that worked. Look at that. Oh. Let's do it. Let's end let's end everything. Good night, Matt. Good night.